0: Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Wednesday. It's five forty five this is the morning sickness my name's john there's brady brett big dick toledo and uh making sure everybody still works here uh you know yeah, that guy's here That guess nobody's fired all right yeah it's big news in the phoenix it's all over robert can't sarver. find my
1: pants yeah, well
0: your pants have been taken down and that happens at work every once in a while the news on robert sarver has exploded what seemed like nothing was going to happen after that big story last year espn broke now is happening and man the uh Dominoes are falling fast, too. There's no possible way he comes back now. They're going after the. They're going to get all the sponsors, footprint centers, going to have to have a say in this. Nobody can, and you know, that's the scary part. Nobody can back you up in these situations. The, uh, not that I want to back up Robert Sarver, but the accusations include racism, misogyny, hostile work environment, all that kind of stuff. And just on the surface, those headlines are nasty. You're not getting around that. But the, uh, the NBA investigation and everything else found, like, he's kind of a dick. That's basically all it was. Yeah. He was kind of a dick. He said some dumb stuff. He says he didn't. They can't prove it. And that was the, that was the end of it last year. was like, we really can't prove this. We, we can take their word for it or take your word for it. We can't prove it. But now, because the pressure came down. Uh, it's it's a fact
1: we're going to do the maximum fine well it's real be, it's yeah. it's
0: real and now that you've done that now now you know al sharpton's been all over this thing and if he's if his group wants starver out they're out
2: we haven't heard now. from him in a while well
0: he's he's been all over this so and you know rightfully so he's got to protect what he goes after and he goes and he's going to now make all the calls to the suns um you know sponsors and money and all that stuff i was watching some stuff last night and you're just like man dude's done completely done. And it isn't that I liked Robert Sarver. I keep saying that. But I just don't like the idea that somebody can just get a beef with you and say, this happened and this happened. There's 10 other people that think you're a jerk. I got an email from a guy. I saved it yesterday. It says, uh, Dear John, uh, like you said, it was perfect. A Michael Scott boss. That's what I have. Just like Sarver. The guy tells terrible jokes. He drops N-bombs. He does freestyle raps around the office with whatever he wants to say in it. Uh, he has a thing uh, that he calls hug a favorite coworker," <laughs> and he has grabbed my ass. I'm a guy, so it's sort of funny, but still shouldn't have happened. Uh, he is exactly what you said. He thinks he's hilarious, and no one else does. A few times I've actually talked to him about it. Maybe you should pull it back, be a little bit more careful in this day and age. Uh, and he'll do that for a couple days. And then, uh, surprise you, we have a black lady that works here, and she eggs it on. She always asks him, who's your N-word? When he walks by the office and he says, you my N-word, only they don't say N-word. Every time he passes her office, something horrible happens and they laugh and laugh. Other than uh, him, I love working where I work. And no, it's not the Suns. I'm not talking about the actual thing. Uh, I don't know what I should do because if someone says something, I've been okay with this behavior for five years now. Am I in trouble? I'm just chiming in. The Suns aren't the only place in the city that has this. It's true. And it's an accusation. And then all of a sudden, everybody has to act like they were mad about it. And this guy's making a great point of like, for years and years here in the office, nobody did a thing. And then when the news got hold of it, everybody's like, oh, it's terrible. I couldn't believe it was happening. Well, for five years, you sat by and did nothing. Are you culpable in this? Is this also you? Screw that. What's the matter?
1: Broomhead just texted everybody. Broomhead said the things that got Sarver tossed are the things that make... HMS, a great show. <laughs> That's what
0: I said. That was where I was going to go with this. Broomhead, you're ahead of me. He's a good radio guy. Where is it not appropriate? We're at work. We don't say the things he said. I've never pantsed anybody at work, Broomhead. But I'm not a. I would for a laugh. I don't think pantsing people is very funny. To be honest, I think it's very vaudevillian, pie in the face, rake kind of thing. But uh, I'm not High a school. I don't like physical comedy. I'm not a big physical comedy guy. Uh, But, yeah, there's certain things that make our show work that make everybody kind of breathe a sigh of relief that we. You have that little uh, release valve, that little, you know, exhaust hit that you got to let the pressure out. And uh, it's saying things that are like, oh, God, that was not appropriate. And that's what humans have to do every once in a while. Sarver, he's a dick. That's basically what it came down to. It it certainly
1: looks that way. And and the the one point, you know. Against the law. Um, that I heard that was interesting. It's like you know everything that they said. The difference between he and uh, uh, like a Don Sterling is there's oh. nothing on film, there's nothing on tape, nothing. and it's all there's no proof. Here's here's yeah.
0: there's no proof, and that's the scary part to me. And I understand people are like he said it, he said it. Okay, you believe he said it, you're going to go with it. But think of you in that position. Somebody says you said it, and you didn't, and you're in a high enough profile or a high profile position that somebody says you said it. They've set you up. They've got 10 other people that think you're a dick in the office, too, because maybe you are. And they put this out there. You're done. You're done. And so that whole burden of proof thing goes away when enough people just say, yeah. Now, where there's smoke, there's fire. Do I think Robert Server probably did all this stuff? Most of it, yeah. But I think it also gets exaggerated with the fact that if someone doesn't like you, your words don't. It's almost like translating a text. You said something you thought was funny, and they took it as, well, why are you yelling at me? I said, oh, no, no, it just doesn't translate right. And maybe he's like, I think I'm funny and you don't. So it comes across as uh, racist and mean and evil and angry. And it's like the guy was trying to make a joke and you just missed it. I I find that dangerous. Workplaces is is already eggshelly enough that where, you know, a misinterpretation of a guy's, you know, terrible personality. And there's plenty of those out there. Just look down the hall. They're called radio personalities. I mean, they're terrible. Most of the time, it's uh, somebody's bad personality can misconstrued. So if we just start casting out everybody who says things we hate, again, when it's the owner and you feel like you don't have any power, that's the thing. But everybody has power over their owners now. Owners slip up now. It's over. They, they, have, they have more pressure than any worker at all in an office space to not say or do something that makes people go, well, that made me uncomfortable. People are looking for it now. Incredibly uncomfortable moments uh, today we're you know madmen just lay down on my couch have a drink you know and then talk about banging her right to her uh, not necessarily that was a better time but it seems like that was a better time everybody <laughs> seemed to get along a little better though is it a case of now guilty guilty until
2: proven innocent uh, there's,
0: I mean there's no proof of innocence you're guilty that's it. that's what I, I'm yeah, saying yeah there's no attempt to prove you innocent because in, in a in a weird way people hate people, everybody will hate hearing this because the news has spun it in a weird way he was proven innocent.
3: In, in, investigation
0: in, in, in an investigation that basically said we got nothing on this guy. If, if it was a crime, and the court said we think he did it, but we got nothing to prove that, it's gone.
1: And but will in, this make yeah. it go away? Ten million dollar fine. Right. And, uh, we're going to hit you
0: for being a dick. You're yeah. getting it. You're getting it, You're getting it because it, you, you put us through this. Basically, he got fined for putting the NBA through this. Embarrassment, like you're a dick, and people say so. Knock it off. And that's basically what this was. We can't prove you did this. We're pretty sure you did. And being your boss, we're now going to ding you. But uh, I go back to the you know the the accusations on Deshaun Watson and all that other stuff. Yeah, he probably did some inappropriate stuff. But they found nothing. They found nothing. So he didn't do it. And we all have to kind of. It's like the freedom of speech thing. I hate who gets it. You know what I mean? Like the Klan can do it. Anybody can have these forums where they say what they want. But if you love freedom of speech, you got to protect people's right to say horrible things. You know? And, and yeah. he's not in a freedom of speech situation, but it's a similar situation. It's like, if you can't prove that I did this, we have to move on as if I didn't. Because I want that same uh, kind of treatment. If, you, if somebody was accusing me of saying something, like, no, I didn't do any of that, and it gets in the press, oh, that's all he does. He wanders around the building and says, n word this, and pulls people's pants down and he's grabbing asses and everything else and am like but we have no proof of it it's at a certain point it's almost libel or slander when they run with the story before there's evidence these are reports of
1: but then it's out already and it's too late it's too late yeah it's out and the cat's out of the bag
0: I mean I remember when we had our issue back in 2002 with the Cardinals and everything else yep. and it was before we had a chance to go wait what's being reported did not occur you know banging on our door we're we're going into hotel rooms like none of that happened but the news had already said it did and we're like we're done like this thing we have no recourse to a story it just makes us look like we're we're defending something that is indefensible because they think 3,000 things have happened that didn't you can't win it so uh, yeah the Robert Sarver thing and I'm no fan of Robert Sarver I don't understand uh Well, what what I do understand is he's going to get punished. What I I don't understand now is how he keeps that job. There's no way. He's not the only owner of the Suns. There's plenty.
1: Then you pile on the factor of, oh, good, fine, uh, good, a a rich guy's getting his. Well,
0: there's some of that. There's the class warfare. They they feel like they can get away with everything. It's like, all right, that's whatever. And maybe he did. Maybe there is truth to that, that he felt like he was that juiced up, powerful, and and money, and he's never had to answer to anything.
1: Think about when you work, uh, you know— In a larger corporation, and maybe the CEO is out of town, and every time he comes in, yeah, it's like the it's a different place, the king or queen is coming through, and a different place to work
0: because you've got that that happens everywhere, though. Yeah, yeah. it happens here. I'm
1: just a number to them,
0: yeah. And then some people get really mad when your owners come in, they don't even know my name. Like, why would they know your name? You're a worker, be you think the queen knows all the names? She doesn't. And that's because you feel unimportant to yourself. You feel like you've never made a mark. So you're mad at them for not recognizing your hard work. People act weird. But, yeah, I mean, essentially, Sarver is a dick. It's proven out that he's a dick. Uh, you can tell just looking at him he's a dick. I mean, that's the ultimate judgment. But uh, he's going to get forced out. There's no way. So, And the good news is, Suns fans, he's going to get forced out. So on the flip side of this. Well, his wife has stepped in. Yeah, Good. Well, anybody's better because I've never liked him as an owner anyway. He's been he's lucked into what's gone on the last couple of years just by being so bad for a long time. It was inevitable if you got a good GM, this team was going to start playing well, and they did. They got a great general manager, and a great coach. Uh, still didn't want anything, but it would be awesome for fans who just don't like him anyway. Beyond this, whether it's fair or not, uh, for the Suns to go out and get themselves a championship that he can't be part of, I think that would be the ultimate thing. So now their motivation is go get one for Al. And go get one uh, for not having Sarver anywhere near the team. It's Major League. you are going to start pulling exactly
2: the pieces off the dress. That. <laughs> that. Yeah, you start,
0: yeah, strip him down. Pull him, <laughs> pants him. Let's get a big uh, cardboard cut out of him naked and then pants him with each win. Sixty. There's 60 wins on this thing, and if you get to that, we'll uh, get it down, and then the, the money shot will be the end. We'll post it on the Internet, and it'll be great.
2: What is? He, what did he pay for the Suns?
0: Uh, 400 400
2: and and what's it worth now? About two billion. I'd be it. out the door. But I'd here's have the thing, fun, guys. I'm he out.
0: doesn't get all that. He's not the only owner. Right. There's plenty of other people that would get in on that, and if they if they would just make him the non-majority partner, he would be the. He wouldn't be. I think he's a president of the ownership group. So he's the he's the one that kind of leads the owner. Yeah. And they can they can bang him out of there, and those guys will just buy him out. So he'll still make a fortune. Yeah, I'd be out. But yeah. He, all right, I'm done. Done with this, guys. See unless yeah. the entire ownership group decides to sell. Server stands to make it has to be close to like six or seven hundred million if they have, and that's make if they sell it for two, which I would assume they can probably get it because the Suns are riding high. But I'm with you. I don't need this garbage. Yeah. I don't want this anymore. I, and that's why I don't understand like John Gruden. John Gruden got all that stuff and you know got a huge hefty payout. Loaded Was that,
1: is that a done? Deal? Well, he won't go away.
0: That's the thing. He's got more money than you ever know. And I remember talking to Caliendo, who's friends with him, and Frank told me he talked to Gruden. And said, why do you? Why do you? keep fighting for this and he goes it's not about money I've got, I've got money. Money doesn't mean anything to me anymore. It's about me. It's about my reputation and I'm going to protect that so I'm fighting for that and I want to let people know I'm, I'm not and it's like the money doesn't matter. I would His buy an island and
1: go, go away. Way, right. taken away.
0: Yeah but my passion would be not worth it. If somebody wants to take it away and it's that easy to take and nobody uh, affiliated with my passion in my business backed me up at all they, let me, they threw me out to the wolves and said, nah, I shouldn't have done it. And he's like, wait a second. An investigation that wasn't even about me and I'm out on my ass and no one's saying anything. And the people who do are threatened for their jobs. That's a, that's a bunch I don't want to be a part of. And I've got enough money to just disappear. I don't understand trying to get back in it.
1: I understand the fact of, um, that Gruden might say, uh, I want to get the people that started this thing. Maybe. That I was... You know, but again, you're like a like revenge type thing? Well, yeah. That, that, this shouldn't go on. That shouldn't happen for to movies, anyone else. But he's not
0: doing that. I know. He's doing a exonerate me. He's not going after the people that got him. He's doing a I did, I, and I, that's want, a big, I. And that's
1: him. also a big drive, too. Yeah.
0: So he's Pete Rose. He's Pete Rose. And Pete Rose is another one that I never understood. You know, all he had to do, and in a way it makes you think maybe he didn't do anything, is say to Bart Giamatti at the time, yeah, I gambled on my team. He saw it as a trap because that's exactly what it was.
1: Now he gets paid all day long for saying right. that.
0: Yeah, he, he yeah. yeah, he saw it. Yeah, hundred on bucks to throw. He, uh, he saw it as a trap, which it was. Which is, say, you gambled on your team, and we'll let you off the hook. And the second he did it, they weren't letting him off the hook. They were going to kill him for that. It's just an odd thing. But the guy that emailed me was basically like, "You got a Michael Scott. You got a boss that's a little bit dopey, and you get close with your boss sometimes." And Jesus, I think of our old boss Chuck some of the stuff he said. You want to talk about Robert Sarver type stuff and I mean... Wow. Robert Sarver looks like a Boy Scout compared to what was going on in these hallways for the first 13 years I worked here. I mean... It, Good but, laughs. Oh. And the laughs were... Shocking laughs. Oh my... Me. <laughs> uh, all, of all people, me. Uh, which I... And Brett too. Brett Brent laughs at everything uh, inappropriate <laughs> even if it rhymes with something inappropriate. But... I mean, there were times where I'm just sitting there going, I, "You can't do this. You can, you've got to shut up." We've been to lunches with clients where I've had to just kind of shake my head and say, I, uh, "I'm not part of this. I'm not part of this." <laughs> and everybody just it, it just took the blows. Crazy comments that were coming out of that guy. Uh, but was it a hostile work environment? I look at that to me as a uh, my weakness. That's This is going to piss people off, too. Hostile work environment, uh, to me, says I'm too weak to navigate things that are adversive at work. Like, I can look at a a person who's just a mess. Hostile work environment, to me, is every day. This is what it would have to take. Every day, my job is threatened if I don't dot, dot, dot. And that's too much pressure to put on anybody. That's a hostile work. People saying things that I don't like and inappropriate talk and everything else. My weakness would be that I can't be a part of this. I'm so scared to work here. Uh Uh-uh. I can get around pretty much any dickhead that works with me that says stuff I don't like because I can I can jab them verbally back. I'm not afraid of that. Hostile work environment protects people that don't know how to defend themselves. That's how I see it when you're talking about this kind of stuff. A real hostile work environment where you're being threatened, your job's being threatened every day for no reason. You've got somebody storming around trying to scream and yell at you all the time. We had a few moments. <laughs> I've been in those. Where you sit back and you're like, this guy's out of his mind. Like, this person is literally the mad king. That's what I see as a hostile work environment. We boiled it down to, like, bad language. Throwing or, the, yeah.
1: uh, the factor of the hostile work environment turns in when uh, a lawyer gets you here. Oh, You know what absolutely. you have here? Yep. You know what you have
0: here? Yep. But a hostile work environment to me is not some dude who says stuff you don't like. That's just you looking for a reason or being weak. I, I I'm, Okay, so the dickhead, he, is he threatening your job? Is it getting in the way of you doing your job sometimes probably but then you go to him and you say hey you're getting in the way of doing my job if he loses his mind you got a mad king that's a hostile work environment but i think it's just it's almost like an hoa to me it's it's uh taking away the ability to go from one neighbor to the next and knock on their door and go you mind not parking that tractor in the front yard now you've got an entity that does that so you can bitch at home and never be the bad guy and you can be the one that's like ugh but I'm not going to say anything, but I certainly hate this, so I'll file papers anonymously. That, to me, is where we've lost our, we've lost our ability to be human. And what is a hostile work environment? That's, um, to me, it's a place where a lot of women work, because that's probably <laughs> the biggest issue you've got. I, I don't like working there. <laughs> what you need in your office, and I'll say this, and this might make people upset is everyone has to look exactly alike. Whatever office you're in, everyone has to be. If it's a bunch of Bradys, that's fine. Don't hire outside of that because uh, it'll make people uncomfortable. Everybody has to have the same size clothes. All the women have to be equally ugly or pretty. You can't have a beautiful woman and an ugly woman sitting in the same cubicle. you got to separate them by mile. And truthfully, that's, that's going to create a much more pleasant work environment. We get hostile work environment every once in a while. When Jill uh, is called uh, Jill 1.0 compared to Jen, Who's a few years younger and looks like uh, Jill a few 2. Years 0. Younger, and they call her Jill 2.0 and then you can see it sometimes And some days it's like that's no fun it doesn't mean she's not the day and, and I just she's not the upgrade she's just the younger newer version that's all which I guess some people would consider the upgrade I think they're both equally great because I have to say that <laughs> you can't you can't possibly I think Tom Wintermeyer in uh you know Dave Haar is the Tom 2.0. And that just doesn't mean anything because it's guys and we're cooler that way. <laughs> he's younger. He's the same guy. It doesn't mean you ever want to grow into what Tom's turned into. <laughs> but our sales, you know, we, we, we have we have a pretty good loose environment we here. We bust like,
1: balls every now and then. But it
0: is different now. Like when somebody gets hired in your office and you're having fun and we're all dicking around being ourselves. And then, like, we have a bunch of people here from our corporate digital department for the next few days. And there's a bunch of people, I don't know, walking around the building. Man, mind your Ps and Qs. You just you just don't have that same conversation. Like I went down to talk to Scott Taylor, and they're all sitting there, and I'm and my first thing is I'm looking around the room. And I'm like, there's four new people sitting at computers I've not seen yet. And Scott and I are talking sports and stuff. And I looked, and I'm like, who's who's this? He goes, Oh, it's the uh, the 2060s the national people. I'm like, Oh. All right, I'll talk to you some Peace other out. time. Yeah, I'm not going to be. I, gotta, I don't know what they're. He's not, he's not talking
1: to you with his eyes. <laughs> the two of us are. Different. What is it? Are you a he's hostage? He's blinking a lot. I'm like,
0: I don't know Morse code. <laughs> you got to write it down. <laughs> they took my pens. I, I don't know what to do. But yeah, I just looked at him. I'm like, all right, well, I'm gone. I'll leave. It's, and it's different. There's just people you don't know. So there is a comfort factor. even I'm like, like, ah, I'm not going to. I'm not going to risk saying the wrong thing because you never know which coward in the office is going to sit back here, overhear a conversation and then anonymously report that conversation because they misunderstood it. That's that's the fear of it all. Am I going to pants anybody at work? No, Robert Sarver, definitely. But again, that guy should have said something that day immediately to the H.R. department like, hey, the owner of this team just pantsed me at at a birthday party in front of all the other employees. Somebody need to talk to him about this, or do I have to go to the NBA? Because, I mean, if I'm going to take the time to do the report, I'm going to put my name on it. And non-disclosures are not a factor for me. Unless you pay me. And again, I'm a big enough whore that if Robert Sarver pants me at a party, I complained, he came in, he goes, Hey, if I give you a couple hundred thousand dollars, give us some paperwork to never talk about this again, you'd be like, you're all right with that? I'm like, you're goddamn right I am. It's <laughs> <That's laughs> Brett with one T. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, don't put a second T on that. It's hard to cash those checks. Brett, one T. In fact... I'm gonna start showing everybody the check if you don't mind. Oh no, you can't! Show. Oh, geez, that's gonna be the hard part. Is not when I pull up in that uh, that brand new Corvette. It's gonna to be tough for me to explain on my salary why I have this
1: license plate, no pants. Yeah,
0: <laughs> license plate pantsless. <laughs> Did that mother ever get a new Corvette for getting pants? It's worth it. But again, that's because I think my mind is stronger to that kind of crap. Yeah, hostile work environment. That needs to be defined better than... He talks bad. He says things I like, hate. Now, again, if he's dropping N-bombs and stuff like that, I don't know why anybody didn't say anything the first day. I, I mean, in this culture, well, you, you can go to ESPN like in 10 minutes if you're Earl Watson or anybody else in the facility and say, Hey, that owner of mine yesterday dropped an N-bomb. And, uh, and then... I would go out of my way to try to make him say it again and tape him if it bothered me that much. Like they did Sterling. Right. Like, this dude is horrible, and he says horrible things. Get him on tape doing it, and we'll we'll, we'll cut his head off. And they did.
1: No problem. Just have Magic call him.
0: <laughs> Matt, he wouldn't say it to Magic, but what he needed, what, all he had to do is just get Magic around his girlfriend. Yep. That's it. You know, the n bombs will fly out. AIDS jokes, gay stuff. I mean, you're gonna get. He's gonna get it all out. What him. are you doing? One with him. Phone. All my friends think that you're <laughs> that <laughs> you're gonna come home with the AIDS because he's a. <laughs> and I'm like, oh man, you're fired from all of it. She went out to lunch again. Ah,
1: can you just
0: cool it on the social media when you're out with the? Because my friends tease me. You realize I'm 90. <laughs> when I was a kid, they weren't even allowed to to look at you, and now you're. One and he's got the AIDS because he's a... Are you done, Donald? Yeah, just a couple more. Here, eh, And then the... And why not another? And just for good measure, cherry on top. <laughs> and then she presents the tape like, I got him. It's like, you did got him. Holy crap, did you got him. What with Sarver? There's nothing. I don't want to defend the guy because I think he's a terrible manager, but...
1: Interesting to see how much more you know heat continues, and does that affect the players now? Do the players say, oh, you know what, I'm not going to play? He can't do
0: anything, and that's the other part of it. the The team itself has to comment now. Yep. And uh, for the last year, they've basically said nothing. Essentially, they had their little comments when this all came out initially, and now they've said nothing. So for them to come out now and say, "Oh, we always knew," is almost disingenuous to the whole situation. That's almost bad. For them to come out with a statement uh, that they, did, you know, but again, they don't deal with him that much. I mean, people think that the owners and play, probably, you know, the big names occasionally have. Maybe like, you can
1: say that rather than because it's a catch right. twenty two sometimes because they don't say anything. Oh, you're right. You're not stepping up.
0: You're not doing a thing about it, yeah. right? And have you ever heard? This is it?
1: what's happening.
0: But I mean, he's got an African American general manager, head coach. I mean, if those guys, if he was that comfortable with Earl Watson. You think he might be with uh, with James and with uh, Monty and the guys he's got, and he's put people in. I mean, prominent positions. It doesn't give him an excuse to say terrible things, but at the same time, it's like that's the opposite of racism. Like he is promoting promoting a very diverse workplace and doing well with it. So I don't. You know, again, sounds like you just got yourself a real a hole of a manager, and he's out. He's done. Good news on that front, as a fan, no more Robert Sarver. There's no way. The bad news is the Suns' distraction one month before the preseason starts is going to be all about this thing. And if sponsors start pulling or if Al Sharpton starts hanging around the Verizon uh, practice center, it's just going to be a mess. And they've already got enough uh, on their plate with that meltdown they had back in May. So... Yeah, you'd like to see this. You'd like to see this kind of wash away. Sharpen I, I stepping
1: in, hurt. is it to say, well,
0: let's get new owners? No, he's been at it for a while. He's been talking about the NBA doing something about him getting Sarver out for a year. He's just, he is it, the thing had no legs. Everybody read that. I think everyone read that story because ESPN's like, this is a bombshell. You're like, oh, God, what's going to be? You read it, and you're like, oh, Sarver sounds like a dick, but... That's not so bad.
2: Look how fast ESPN kind of stepped away from it. Like, they yep, stepped away when
0: when there was no clicks on their yeah. stories, their follow ups, and everything else. They're like, "Oh, nobody bit." Okay, and that's what that one lady came out two days ago and said. I broke my NDA to talk to you. I spilled the beans on this thing after I, you know, I, I risked getting sued by the team, and you guys have done nothing. You, you left me hanging in the wind, and then within a day and a half, the NBA is like, "Oh, geez, find him and get him a suspension." It's an indre- It's you know, it's an interesting story. I always try to equate it back to. Me, like everything else. I try to make it about myself. <laughs> and I tried to think, you know, how in the world would this affect you? Talking with Brett in the hallway, just goofing around, we make inappropriate jokes oh. if somebody overhears it. I was like, Oh, that was a, a misogynistic joke, a terrible joke about women. Yeah, it was. But it wasn't to you. Am I not allowed to do that anywhere? I and mean, if you're if you're eavesdropping or if I'm doing it with an earshot, I'm kind of an idiot, but that's why I just have to be super careful. <laughs> just, Brett, stop saying those jokes. That's all. I want to stand by. In, in years, I'm going to say it now. Uh, Brett makes this a hostile work environment. <laughs> Send those jokes
1: to my burner phone. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. <laughs> to my, my, the one that has no attachment. And I can throw it away at the gas station. What's wrong with you? <laughs> jokes have become like, uh, like an affair almost. Like, you're like you don't really want to hear Nobody can know about this. Nobody can ever know about this. But I'll tell you right now, every person out there with their high and mighty attitude and they're holier than thou virtue signaling life i'd love to take a look at your phone and that one group of friends you've got that send those memes back and forth like that all the laughed. rest of us do you laughed at it all the rest of us do sending memes to each other the one that i saw most recently that made me pee myself and i don't know which one of us sent it i'm probably paul <laughs> uh was the, the it had a picture of one finger and then next to it was a girl moaning And then a picture of two fingers and then a picture of it next to a girl was in just heaven. And the third one was all the fingers were shaped like a swastika somehow. And it showed a picture of Hitler and it looked like he was in in euphoria. (laughs) Like it was, he was in the middle of a speech, but they froze it like he was having an orgasm. And I laughed for 20 minutes. It's so wildly inappropriate if someone goes, you laughed at this? I look at it like the Johnny Depp trial when he and Paul Bettany are joking around going that he was going to burn up Amber Heard's body and then have sex with the corpse. And he and Paul had a nice laugh at that in a private conversation, but in a courtroom, when a lawyer's like, "And then you're going to torture body and the dead body's corpse," is this funny to you and your friends? Yeah. Yes, it is. It's very funny. Yes.
1: Tell me about this meme.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Tell me about this one. What does this mean? Why is the penis in the eyeball? It was funny at the time. You find these types of things funny? Yes, I do. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why Johnny won the trial. Yeah, I really do. I find that that's hysterical. Even right now when it's not supposed to be, I'm still giggling. But yeah, it's uh, we're all kind of on that. Just, you know, take a look at your phone and think to yourself, am I the proper virtue signaler? Am I the one that should be leading the charge? Or do I have these skeletons too? And, you know, you never know when somebody's going to go, I don't like that guy. Let's see what he's hiding. Oh, boy. Because we're all kind of hiding at least some of that stuff. Something. Even sweet kind Brady,
1: <laughs> they'll I find mean, a way.
0: There's always something. There's always a shot thrown in the in the texts and things like that. Interesting. And please don't make sports so uh, fragile that we can't see them anymore. Because ESPN Two was so bored yesterday, they put on the B Boy Championships, and I found that right. I, went I was the... out and I missed it. Oh, I went to the Diamondbacks game last night. and Right before I left, I turned. To... I'm flipping through the channels, and I'm like, B Boy World Championships. Same. What the hell is this? It's breakdancing.
1: Yeah. And it's mostly white guys. To the next level. Is it? It's the well, same as, as what I've always watched. Well, the prep, and they, they try to...
0: The referee seemed unnecessary.
1: <laughs> the whole thing. In between, there's a lot of downtime in between... What's with uh... the
0: referee? I don't know. What penalties are you calling in breakdancing? But it's the B-boy, and I love that they still call themselves B-boy. And when they did the introduction, it goes, All the way from Thailand! B-Boy and you. And this guy comes out. I'm like, oh, he calls himself that. No, they're all called B-Boy something or other. And I found it hysterical. And they have to do that little skip for yep. like five, ten seconds before they start getting into B-Boy challenges. I'm like, this can't be the future of sport. Is this a thing? B-Boy championships. And then it's every... It's like the
1: general... Uh- entry round in gymnastics, like the floor routine, yeah, I don't know what where was, they have to hit all three things, <laughs> but
0: it was great because they like, elbow twist, tonic, supersonic, there's a twist, twist, there's a supersonic tornado, oh man, elbow drop, doing three halos, fresh, fresh, fresh. That's all you heard. I didn't know what the announcers hey, were boy. doing, but they had it like uh, like rappers holding the mic too close. This is too slow. elbow two, oh, flip, flip, flippity-flop, oh, he's got a gooby-dops. He did the gooby-dops. Oh, man. Halo, halo. Fresh. <laughs> and then it would end. It would That's end, terrible. and I would die laughing. I'm like, I don't want to go to the Dodgers and the Diamondbacks game anymore. I want to watch the B-Boy Championship. I want to be a B-Boy. I want to be a B-Boy doing my B-Boy dance and my B-Boy stance. B-Boy. It sounds so childish. But it was on TV yesterday, and I It made me laughing.
1: think, oh, just to put an entry in. There I, I get the introduction, uh, and I don't even get Push the
0: kickback layout. Spinny spins. Got the spinny spins. Kick up. Double flip. Flap flap. The chooky chucks. Spinny halo halo.
1: (laughs) And when you first look at it, you're like, is this in someone's living room?
0: (laughs) That's not the championships. (laughs) No, no. This This is is just the Florida Open here, Brady. It's the Florida B Boy Open of 2022. Trying to get to the championships. I wish they had the commentator. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he just served them. That was the announcers were like, you and me dicking around. Yep, 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 yep. All oh, freshy fresh, always oh, doing a good job with the kickies, kicky back, roll up one hand, fresh. That's how all of them ended. I don't know how. Well, any- he's an adult b boy
2: gold medalist. <laughs> Hell yeah!
0: I mean, <laughs> adult. What it B-boy. says? <laughs> You're, you can't be an adult boy, Valencia. I guess you can identify as an adult boy, but adult b boy. It was hilarious. It's real. His b boy's
1: convulsions going to yeah. be part of the uh, Olympics. This coming or uh, uh, the next round. I don't know. Might be. They're breaking for gold.
0: Well, ESPN's <laughs> covering it, so it's got hope. There's nothing halo, else. The elbow spin, elbow spin. Fresh. Still fresh. was <laughs> Will somebody in the production truck tell that guy, hey, don't hold the top of the mic anymore and stop saying fresh? It's all so still- fresh. B-Boy Andrew. B-Boy Andrew. I from Netherlands.
1: It's the ice dancing moves to the next level. Like what is a triple sal cow? <laughs> but I want
0: that dude to do ice dancing. Like it's called oh it's got the herkey, triple sal cow, triple sal cow fresh. So fresh, icy fresh. <laughs> and the dude was crazy funny. And the referee looked like the guy from workaholics he just stood and watched it in a referee in a footlocker gear and i'll die a b-boy championship what do you
2: need a referee for i, I
0: mean
1: know. i couldn't get over I- you have to do the basics i mean <laughs> well, what's he that's do- an illegal move flags
0: are keeping the i don't isn't that for the judges mr spin fresh that's the judges the judges miss spins or get that together i don't know i don't know you do the B girls too. These the referee yesterday. It's the workaholics it's guy. It's like Jeff Margret or uh, <laughs> yeah, part timer. It's Jeff. <laughs> it's, a, it's ah. World B boy battle. It's gonna be fresh. Oh, this B boy against that B boy. Oh, this is one of my favorite B boy challenges. All right, halo, 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 halo. Kiki, Kiki spins, spit. I was pissing myself, and it was six twenty eight. And I'm like, I gotta go. The game starts in twelve minutes, but I am <laughs> locked down on B boy challenge. What are you gonna do? And congratulations to the Dodgers for once again clinching their division right here in Arizona. <laughs> they tend to do that every. They didn't year. jump in the pool this time. Do didn't they? do the pool jump. Okay. I, I didn't stay for that. Oh, all right. I left right after. Uh, the, all the Dodger fans stuck around to to applaud loudly at the end of the game. Was Trip there with his? Uh... I, I didn't go with Trip. I okay. went with a couple other friends, and uh, I'm sure he was up there crying. This is the most touching. Nine out of ten years. <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, it's 619. Let's get a wake up song. One for the B Boys. Make it. <laughs> uh, give it to us good and strong. 585 9800. A good one. And we'll scream it together. It's 98 KUBD. Wake up!
3: I'm retarded. Oh, God, here it
0: comes. <laughs> oh, hot, 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 hot. Hot, 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 hot. That's a hostile work environment. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Randy. Thank you, Weapon of Pride. It's 646 on Wednesday morning. Cruising right along. I got a lot of emails, Bob. Like Guillermo Valenzuela I think you you nailed it. Guillermo said I hate to say it. But if Sarver wants this all to go away and doesn't sell, then have to sell the team if he wants that. He needs to spearhead getting Griner out of Russia while he's got his time off. And that will take this in a different direction. Like I I wonder if it would look like would Britney Griner like stand in that cell and go, "Oh no, you're the guy who says f- all the time, I'm not going with you." Like she'd be like, "Call me all day long, get me the f out of here!
1: Oh yeah, it would have been perfect if he would have went over there with that guy. The uh, we already have a guy over there negotiating.
0: Oh yeah, we've got a few people that say they're doing something. Nothing's happened, but yeah, I mean, he goes over and grabs Brittany, Brittany Griner with his time off. I think people would see it as like, oh, I know what he's doing. It's the, when they say that uh, there was somebody who was in trouble the other day, and they said uh, we we forced him to apologize, and then when he did, we didn't think it was authentic. Did you hear what you just said? You, when is an authentic apology forced? We made him apologize, and when he did it, we didn't believe him. Well, you may, Did you hear it? You can't make someone apologize and expect it to be good. <clears throat> if you're making them apologize to save their ass, it's automatically not authentic. It doesn't make sense that people don't. It's crazy. Uh, Jeremy fires off. He said, man, if Sarver only had a beat button, All of this could be avoided. I highly recommend... Everybody get yourself one of these. The best part about this is... You don't know what I'm saying. Remember uh, Kara, the angry listener that thought that I was saying the the N-word? Every beep. Every beep, and I'm like, I'm not actually, you know, let's take the curtain off. Let's knock the fourth wall down. I don't say anything. I say, you mother... And I'm quiet. The beep says it. You're the one saying it in your head. You're the dumb mother... When I do the beep <laughs> You're the You're choosing to when plug I do that it. word in Yep, you're plugging it in In your head That makes you the Not me <laughs> What's he saying? The beep covers it up He's saying nothing He's just real good at it Yeah Brady, you dumb Whatever you just put in your head It's assumed unairable So then you know those You know that list of words In your melon so the beat button makes it so. Goes back to dinger. <laughs> right. The same thing, yeah, you know. the assumption. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> just for a recap of people what Brett's talking about. This was how uh, on eggshells we are. Dinger! No! Dinger! No! Oh, no! We just uh, apologize Heard some horrible language. No, that, doesn't belong anywhere on our broadcasts as far as i'm concerned you made up horrible language in your head and you're the bad guy if you ask me (laughs) it's my favorite part of the beat is that everybody has it in their heads and then you say it in your head and you get mad whenever you hear
1: remember people reviewing that
0: oh they had to go over i hear it it. dinger he's saying dinger (laughs) great one that i like that one a lot but yeah you're right it's whatever you put in your melon every time this sound happens. It's your fault. Clean it up. Clean it up out there. I'm telling you right now, your brains are filthy. Knock it off. It's pretty good stuff. I like that. Um, This guy says, uh, on the news last night, one of the tweets they showed was from a girl who worked at the Suns. Her tweet, I noticed first thing, had that thing up top with the pronouns he, she, they, them. Uh, It was after her name. I don't know what she put on there, but it was like a, a they, them. Uh, that's the kind of moronic BS the world has to deal with now. And meanwhile, LeBron has his show on HBO, and all they do is toss the N-word around. The majority of the players say it, and they're fine with it. And then he says, and this is his fault, follow- this is where he's going to lose his argument. F those clowns. <laughs> Chuck. Yeah, I mean, there is the double standard of that, and double standards are very real. And I'm not against giving a word that we can't say to that. That's power. That's a good thing. You can't abuse that, though. He gets a little bit pushed around. If Sarver went to Russia to try to free Griner, do you think anything changes? Or do you think people see it as self-serving?
1: I think he stays and he buys the Russian team.
0: That would be nice if he goes over and oligarchs his way through this. We just learned that word this year. We might as well uh, learn uh, that Sarver is now an oligarch and he owns the team Brittany was on. Or maybe he goes and starts a weed farm in Moscow. Interesting idea, though, because... The, uh, I, I don't see that working. I don't see that being a th- I think people would... I still think people would think he's doing it for himself.
1: No, I don't think he can get back to hero he's status. He's done.
0: He, I don't think he can go back to the sun. I they, thought he, ever, he was ever there, but... No, nobody ever liked him, but yeah. I, now it's like... Now he's finished. Now money's You kind of see through it. The money's going to talk. But is it a see-through thing for him to risk all that? I mean, where's the hypothetical, but... Yeah. I mean, complete speculation. But if he decided to fly <laughs> off to Russia to try to free Brittany Griner... He's like, I don't. I have a year. I can't do anything. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do my best to get her out because she means something to me. I mean, on my arena, I've got the BG42. I painted it on the floor. ESPN we ta- would love it. Uh, all we talk about is how we got to get her out of there. We love her. She's ours. And I've got uh, a few hundred million dollars and nothing but time on my hands. If I cared about her and I got no responsibilities, why wouldn't I do that? But I think everybody go like, I know what you're doing. You're trying to make yourself look like you like them. Sell the team, take your money, move to Bora Bora, and just do nothing. I don't understand the world. Oh, and speaking of that, I got scared to death. I'm reading an article last night where medical professionals, loads of them, have said in the world of longevity and uh, in the interest of making life last longer, they say in the next 10 years, 90 will be the new 40 as far as how you feel. It doesn't add a bunch of years to your life. But you'll be 40. You'll feel like a 40-year-old at age 80, 90 years old. And they're like, that is going to occur with all the the advancements they've had in this uh, technology. I saved the article. But I was like, 90 is 40. And they say
1: in the next 10 years? 10
0: years. In the next 10 years, 90 will feel like you're 40. And I said to myself, that's creating workers. You have to work. Yeah. That just means that you're a capable Worker until you're dead, because the one thing they kept making clear was, oh, we're not adding years to your life. You're not going to live to 130. You're just going to feel real good till you die, or you're going to feel real capable. I'm like, that's going to mean that you're going to put me out there in the field working.
1: Government likes that.
0: Government we loves can push it. up
1: the uh, social. No, security. no more Social Security. <laughs> like until, until you're uh, worry about 90, it. you can work until. Oh, okay, we'll go 88. <laughs>
0: we'll go 85. A lot of you'll die early. You can work. You're capable. Yeah, so the creators of a new program aims to reboot your biological age. Within 10 years, people who live into their 90s will feel like they're 40. Rapid advances in what's called the longevity field. Uh, it's a thing called, uh, well, they have the Healthy Habits Program, too, which is, you know, you, gotta, you can't pig out and be a... Sorry, yeah,
1: Mr. You know. Bogan, it's yeah. too late. Yeah. And Mr.
0: Bogan, I don't think <laughs> this doesn't apply to you unless you want to make some drastic changes. Uh, (laughs) The goal uh, is to enable you to stay younger and on top of uh, movement and discovery um, for a longer period of time. These discoveries we have in the longevity field, uh, you're not being misled. This is not a joke. The aim is to help you avoid doing things that aren't healthy going into uh, elderly ages and help you consistently stay healthy. In the next 10 years, we know that you're going to be able to, because of the exponential advances in 14 areas, areas of aging mechanism research, you will reboot yourself. If 60 is now the new 40, which it is, 90 will be the new 40 in the next decade. For the rich. For, well, A, for, well, no, for, a, for people who are willing to <laughs> try. Now, now, you've already you've already thrown in your towel on this one. It's only for super wealthy people. I don't have a chance. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. It's for anybody who decides to have the lifestyle that will, you know, make it so... If you, You're you not going to live to 90. You don't have to worry about that. <laughs> wow. He, he is I mean, Statistically, if Brady makes it to 90, he's going to be in a book. We're going to be talking about him. We're going to be doing research on Brady. But um, it's true. Chances are I'm not going to live to 90 also. Because of Diet Coke. That'll kill me. And my inability to want my ass examined on a regular basis. I'm just not into that. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. If you, you know, if you're one of those healthy people and everything's ticking along and you're 60 and you're not on blood pressure medicine and you're not on uh, insulin and you're not, you know, you're like, we can help you. We can help you feel great the entire go. That's pretty awesome, except for if it becomes normal, like they're saying, it's just a bunch of slaves. We just, you just made a workforce of people in their 70s, which is a workforce we need working. There's too many of them. The baby boomers ruined it and became this giant population and now they all retire and we're like, we don't have enough money for them. And certainly don't have enough money for all their kids
1: because they went off and had four kids each. I'm glad they put that part in, in there saying if you choose to live, you know, this type of lifestyle. Right. Because I don't want to see the uh, 80th season of my 600-pound life. <laughs> right. God.
0: Well, I don't want... Look, let's fight to not keep those people around. That's just a drain. But it's uh, the bigger thing is, is that it gets rid of Alzheimer's. It's getting rid of all the cognitive diseases and... It, like, helps fend those off. And usually they're really wrong about that, but we have noticed. I I think we all noticed what 60 used to be and what 60 is now are two totally different things. A 60, yeah. my grandma was 47 when I first have memories of her. I thought she was 100 then. Look, I look I, at those I, old uh,
1: high school photos of, like, my grandfather. and the, They're, like, 35. <laughs> Yeah, you Seniors like, in high school I there. always
0: When I watch old movies I'm like How old was Jimmy Stewart In this He is 29 In that movie He looks like he's 61 Yeah it's crazy You look at all these movies Where these guys look like You know He was 44 40. Wilford Brimley's a perfect example In The Natural He's two years younger Or older than Robert or, uh, Yeah Robert Redford you Never guessed no. that No <laughs> yeah, They're almost right. the same age Because Wilford Brimley Was a normal 52 year old man When that was filmed That's what 52 used to look like so they have, without telling us, definitely put something in the food and everything else to make 50 look totally different than it used to. And I say that as a 50-year-old. I think I look pretty 50. <laughs> I've looked like I'm 62 since I was 20. I'm aging into this beautifully. But, like, you know, you, you, my dad's 75, and he's at my house lifting weights the other day, and he's crushing. It's total. He loved it. He's like, <laughs> like you're 75. Calm down. I'm fine. Does <laughs> have more weight. Like Jesus Christ, old man. 75 year old. His dad was 75, could barely move. And it was like 10 years of that. 75 was never, you looked old. Now you see it. I don't know, like a 70s, I mean, 70s plastic surgery or whatever. But yeah, our teachers in school, they were in their 40s. They looked like they were dying. Now, 40s looks like 30s used to, even late 20s, 50s looking like the way 30s, 40s used to. There's pictures of my family when I'm a little kid. And my grandparents are on board. And I'm looking at uh, Grandpa Bill, Mama. And I'm like, 70, 72. That can't be right because that was 1978. I'm six. Do the math on that. Grandma's 49. (laughs) I'm like, what the hell? She's younger than I am today. But you look at her and she is just that grandma in the smock sweater-looking, I don't know what shirt that was, and those same black pants you wore for a whole life. And there's my grandpa, 10 years older than her, at 58. The dude looks like he's crawling out of a casket, like his hair's silver. He's done. it's like a crypt keeper coming yeah. out of there. Yeah, and there are some people that keep it alive, but I look around and I'm like, you know, that guy's 51. He looks like he's 35. Yeah, it's definitely different. But 90, making you feel young. I don't know. Brett, you might you might make it. You don't have terrible 90? habits. No. Yeah. Brady's out. I'm probably out. <laughs>
2: Brett, well, Toledo. There's a good oh, chance Toledo.
1: Brett could you fall, can't. though. That's the only thing. Toledo. Uh,
0: well, it could be an accident,
1: Yeah, what you're saying. Oh, out yeah. a window. He tries wait to sign another wall or right.
0: something. Oh, yeah. Or he could just slip and fall out of a six- or seven-story building. <laughs> oh that right. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Those things happen. Toledo's not going to live. There's no way you can keep pumping blood around that cranium for 90 years. That's not going to be a thing. You haul that head around, your body shuts down. he will be Stephen Hawking by the time he's 50. And it's not because he can't walk. It's because his body refuses to lift that head up anymore. Yeah, so I don't want that. Because all I read there, and people get so excited about, that. oh, being healthy until you're 90. You do realize what that means, right? You're going, to be, you're going to be in a factory. You're going to be in your job until you're 80. Like retirement will just go away. Why would you retire? You're capable.
1: wonder how my dad would feel about that article if I showed it to him. To stay He'll healthy He'll be turning uh, 89 in four weeks. How's he feeling? Screw fear that. Yeah,
0: He didn't Could want to. 40 it? at 90? Yeah, what do I want to do with that? And then it would be really like weird when people just dropped dead. You gotta remember, they're still 92, but there's that dude out there jogging or hiking camelback. How old are you? 91 years old. He's done. They're just dying. Your friends are like, oh my god, he was just here yesterday. He was fine. It's like, yeah, well, now we just check out like immediately. There's no buildup. Like, your dad's been praying for death for years. Still loves being around you guys and stuff, but if he got taken, he'd don't be wake fine. up. He's okay. My grandpa said it for. I'm just waiting to die. That's all I care about. Everything hurts. That doesn't sound any good. It isn't. So it fixes that. But if then you'd want to be useful. Like if your dad felt great, he'd want to be useful. He'd be yeah, dicking around. You got some ninety-year-old racist at the workplace. You imagine the trouble that's going to cause if eighty-year-olds are capable and they start wandering back into the workplace. You think Robert Sarver said the N-word a lot? Wait till Grandpa shows up. I'm the new manager. What's with all the women in them days and all over this place? Oh, good God, Grandpa, that's how it works now. In my day. Yeah, this is why we didn't give you the medicine. Jesus. But yeah, so I, I looked at that, and I'm like, this is horrifying. I want medicine to stop trying to make us live longer and start trying to make us not have diseases young. You know? Yeah, because, well,
1: and child no cancer. matter what, like if you have... Yeah, like cancer, they find the cure to that.
0: Right. It's not going to make us live doesn't, longer. It
1: doesn't guarantee living yeah. longer. It's just, just... going to
0: make it so cancer doesn't kill us. Yeah. It'll, well, it'll it it will help s- you not die at 53 from cancer. But you're still going to die from something just the natural. I, I just don't, I'm, I am i i don't know if you guys know this about me. I've always been in favor of not medicating the elder. <laughs> at a certain point, that's enough. Let's just let you go. It's like a dog. Like is is their quality of about, life worth what about this? What
2: pain
1: pills? I'm sure some of them pills? feel the
0: same way, though. I don't want to numb them. They do. Man. A lot of old people feel like euthanizing, euthanizing them wouldn't be a bad idea. I'm, I'm not a fan of like uh, you know, let's just let's just pump them full of meds and make their eyes cross and see if we can push them until they're a hundred, even though they can't you know they can't walk anymore, they piss themselves every five seconds. Like that's not living. If it was your dog pissing all over himself and you found him, you know, laying in the backyard every once in a while. Oh, i got to go pick him up and see if he can walk still. you would be like, this isn't any good. So if, if cure You'll diseases, know when to
1: put them down.
0: Cure blindness. Cure cancer. Uh, but stop with the whole, you know, this will make you last longer. I don't want to last longer. I want to be healthy. I guess that's what they're doing. I don't want to last longer. I'm going to be a little healthier while I'm here.
1: Well, they push the uh, rookie year of moving into, you know, it's 55-plus communities. Yeah. That's got to go up.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, the activity levels will be, they'll need more pickleball courts. The last thing this society needs is a bunch of active 80-year-olds. Oh, they'd be clogging up restaurants. They'd be going to dinner at a regular Driving. They'd be driving again. Oh, Oh, they're just mucking up the road. If anything, we need to come up with something that slows them down and ends them. And I've said that for years. Well, why are we keep, you know, let's ration out the medicine for people under at least eighty once you're 80 and it's like well I need to do this and I need to alright that's enough you're you're cut off let's just we're gonna half your medicine down until you just kind of dwindle off but
1: I wanna live
0: what for why
1: dad would you say your 80s was, was your favorite decade so <laughs> far <laughs>
0: what would you, What would Torp say if you're like hey worst decade you've had so far 80s no, like it would be immediate 80s oh, my 80s have yeah. been awful and he just won't go away It's the spirit to live. Ah, nonsense. (laughs) In my 80s, he says that immediately. Best decade. Probably in my 40s or 50s, I enjoyed that quite a bit. What about uh, the worst? Now, exactly right now, as we're speaking. Looks like the 90s are going to be pretty awful, too, if I hang around. Yeah, I don't know. Up until
1: 75.
0: He was fine. I'm watching my dad at 75, and he's doing all that stuff, and I'm like, man. Enjoy it in a few years we're gonna take your medicine away but he's not on any meds or anything like that I do notice that my dad's got some shaky thing with his hand neurological thing. and that's weird to watch yeah. your old man's got a problem he's like holding a spoon and it's going all over the place it's not parkinson's either he's had a check he has got some nerve damage weird but if it if you know it starts flipping around and he's you know smacking himself in the face I'm like don't you want the box or you, you want no I want medicine though numb me and make it so I can't move him at all. On that
1: uh, show I watched, you watched it initially the Finding a Murderer one of the series. Oh yeah, yeah. The one lady that offed her husband. She was oh, shaking yeah. like crazy.
0: Yeah. But she had the Parkinson's, right? I think it so. Didn't... She was also kind of a mess. I don't know. 90s is the new 40s is the scariest phrase I've ever heard. And be 80 going. Thank you. Come again. I'm going to have to find a job at a 7-11 because they're going to take away all the, you know, old people her at Walmart benefits. Yeah, that's oh. what they do now. Imagine if Imagine there's like a security level. level. Yeah. Now there's a fight to get that job. The unemployment lines filled with old people because they're taking away benefits because you you can work. No thanks. I want to shut her down early. I Want to retire early? Check out early. Said it once, I'll said it a million times. I'm not that impressed with this human experiment to wander through this thing until I just <laughs> until I need somebody to wipe my ass. I'm out.
1: Kids, uh, right now I would say you could be a doctor, orthopedic surgeon or whatever because there's going to be some hip breaking oh. going on. Oh, and yeah. that business is booming. <laughs> oh, it's going to be amazing.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've been to the core institute for these hips. And you go to that uh, waiting room. Assembly line of people like I got it. and all they do is complain. I can't imagine if they had spunk left. I like that they're ninety and you can walk away from them in like less than a second. And you're so far away they'll never catch you. You give them you give them additional decades. You give them a decent ability to chase you. Oh, poor hostesses and managers at restaurants would never hear the end of the bill. They follow them all over the place. Right now you can just walk away from them. They can't catch me.
1: I hate to say one of my dad comes back and says. Oh, because of that lob when I was eighty-two, he went to try to get a lob, a tennis oh, ball. Oh, tennis lob, and it ended. And that's his where he curve. fell. And there's the hip, and then
0: the infection. Hip. Next thing you know, he can't walk much. He's just sitting in a recliner watching uh, girls Ohio State basketball. Be- a fate worse than death itself. That's purgatory, man.
1: That's just waiting it out. Hope you done discover Fox News. On that 24 hours. He has, he knows better. He knows better not to get. He's, he's big on you the think? Westerns. I'm going to ask him yeah. about uh, Embarada. Yeah, he knows Embarada. Oh, yeah. Honda. Honda.
0: <laughs> My grandma watched those Westerns too. She didn't stick to the news. She just watched The Virginian constantly, as loud as the TV could go.
1: He does like Steve Harvey's uh, Family Feud. That is for old people.
0: It's a very strange, popular old people show. Old white people. people. Old, yeah, I mean, <laughs> our, our old name That's very true. Old it white is. people love Steve Harvey. That is weird, isn't it? Yeah. Because yep. Paula likes that show, too. My 92-year-old friend. <laughs> I love Steve Harvey. He's just so quick. Is he? Most of the time he just goes,
2: What?
0: And that's the joke. And they just lose their mind. And he's always so dapper. They like that he's dressed up nice. It probably reminds them of like, good service they once had
2: it's not one of those b boys
1: <laughs> reminds me of Leroy. Reminds so. me right all
0: that service we had at sayota country club you know dapper he young, was quick dapper young black gentleman would come get our water <laughs> said lickety split that's who steve reminds me of. that takes me to a better time old people we don't want them living longer and being involved best thing that happens to them is they start to kind of Go away. You stuff them in a home. You visit them once or twice a month, maybe, and then uh, they, they just disappear. Ninety is the new forty. No, thank you. I saw that in the same article too. They started to talk about longevity pills, and in the next fifty years, the average human lifespan could be one hundred and twenty-five. That all I see there is work. Oh, so I'm going to work till I'm a hundred. So in 2072, I can retire. <laughs> Uh, that seems like a long ways off. Something to look forward to. Is it? <laughs> Being 100 and going, it's my oh. retirement party. i got 25 years to go. I'm brittle like a Pringles, but uh, I feel pretty good mentally. Yeah, I don't ever want to have Pringles bones. I don't want to be Caleb walking around and
4: having to work because I've still got 50 years to go. Screw that. The city of Mesa just announced that they'll give you health insurance for life if you're working for the city. Now imagine living to 130. Yeah, screw Mesa. You gonna bankrupt up the
0: city. Well, as our one friend after his second stroke, and uh, Motorola gave him the insurance for life. And I'm like, what a risk they just took. And we called him uh, double, double, bo- double Bogey because he's two strokes <laughs> over par. <laughs> Had my second stroke there, and uh, Motorola said they gave give me lifetime insurance. I'm like, wow, that'll be eight months of insurance they've got to pay for. You're not going to... It's credit the dude lost a ton of weight and he's still around, but Motorola lost that bet. <laughs> no still way. Kicking? Yeah, he was like 500 plus pounds walking around stroking out every couple days. Yeah. Every couple days, the dude would have a stroke. He's not. Where's, where is Why is he at work? Ah, another stroke. He's having strokes every couple days now.
4: i history of that down
0: at Best <laughs> that station. <and> that station causes it. <laughs> yeah. Your second stroke, and you, and you get lifetime insurance from your company. And you don't think that's a bad thing? That like pulling like, yeah, let's give them lifetime insurance. It's hilarious. It's
1: the only place I worked where we had a dead man's car in the parking lot for how many oh. years?
0: Oh, <laughs> eaten by dogs. Talk about <laughs> a hostile work environment. Man. We had to pass by uh, Henry's memorial car <laughs> for like how many years? And we're not up. paying
1: for it to get towed out <laughs> of there. Rabbits living in it,
0: <laughs> and we all they did was move it. Remember, it was Sitting from one side of the parking it, lot to the other. Yeah, I did you it. Started.
2: You moved it? Yeah, because yeah. I had it in the middle. It was in an overnight. It was in a was good like, spot. It was in a good parking spot. So I hit up some guy and told him we'd give him tickets to his show. Oh, he right. showed up in his tow truck it. at like two in the that. morning and moved it across the parking
0: lot. <laughs> I don't think I knew that. Hell yeah! And you moved it way over in the corner. Oh, yeah. and we, yeah. God forbid we just got rid of it. Right. It was four hundred bucks to get rid of it. That was why yeah. Chuck wouldn't do it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not spending
4: four hundred dollars on dead Henry's. Chuck, we got rid of it for a pair of tickets.
0: We go out and beat it with baseball bats, and pit bulls would shoot out of it. And they're like, ah, it's got like a, it's a functioning ecosystem.
1: How many times we had <laughs> Gravedigger out? Yeah, we could have crushed that thing oh,
0: yeah. a million no times. Things. Henry's car was it had desert
1: grass growing in it it was becoming I part the, of the earth the controversy was uh it got vandalized we did it i did it we all did it everybody
0: when we, we know got that we got old aluminum baseball bat that was filled with cement <laughs> yeah that's we're right we're like henry's car like we immediately beat up that dead guy's car we beat the be Jesus out of Henry's the dead man's car, but that's we worked in a place well, where it was too it was too expensive to before, move it.
4: Remember, before he passed, he did call Chuck and say, "Am I going to get compensated?" Yeah,
0: one of his car, for the for the, for the, <laughs> my car. Oh yeah, right before he died, he's like, "Hey, went back and took a look at my car. It's been sitting in there. I think we we own that now." <laughs> that's Henry. right.
1: He had it there alive for two years. Yeah, and then, and then, then when he
0: died, good. it was sat there too. It's like a because he uh, came to pick it up. Yeah. It was like, oh, like yeah, like tires were slashed, the windows <laughs> were bashed out. Rabbits. But he'd been gone for years. And he comes back, oh my car, man. Like, uh, okay, it's out there. You need to... Still got the key? Good <laughs> luck. Need a jump? <laughs> what? To, right, this isn't where I parked it. Yeah, we moved it a A yeah, One of the big windstorms came and spun it around. Put it over by the garbage. <laughs> Trash trunks won't pick it up. We thought for sure. Oh, you guys are dicks Assholes And then he dropped dead And the ch- car stayed Didn't even go into like An estate where Somebody in his family Could pick up another 90 bucks to- Right to- to scrap,
2: scrap metal <laughs>
0: <laughs> I didn't know you moved it Oh yeah. yeah I think that's hilarious Two in the morning
2: A tow truck guy showed up Here I'll move it for you Man Some corn tickets or something
0: <laughs> Now Think of that in court Like, all that whole conversation being read back as a transcript. And then we moved the dead man's car after we beat it with Bat. Why in the world was this at your work? Uh... We are just goofing off. You find it funny to beat up a dead man's possessions?
1: Not uh-uh. really, I For guess. For the no. record, he was alive. <laughs> yeah. When we were, oh, yeah,
0: well, oh, that's true. Uh, Your Honor, I want to <laughs> re- rescind that last statement. We were destroying his property while he was still alive, if that means anything. <laughs>
4: and, Your Honor, you really had to be there at the time. <laughs>
0: oh, it's hilarious. If you were at the station at, like, 8 or 9, there was zero, uh, like, management or authority at all. So it was me and Brett and, I think, uh, Dennis Hoff at the time. And uh, we took the bat to the car. He was still wow. alive, so, I mean... And he had the opportunity to sue us if he ever visited his car, but he never did. And then he died, and we did it some more because we figured what what harm now. We put dry ice bombs in it just to see if it would blow right, up the Atlantic windows. Well, It didn't blow up the windows, then we just bashed him out. With the... <laughs> I didn't do that. I was kind of against that because that was when he was still alive. I'm like, I don't think you can. But then I watched tires get flattened, and it was i pulled the wheels off of it i brought a jack to work and put it on
2: put it on all fours and then like when jj comes up to me he's like uh we got to put the wheels back on the car because we're getting rid of it i'm like oh, six years later all
0: right, great. Wait. why did you take the wheels off i don't know
2: it just sounded like the thing to do we, <laughs> threw, Tara. we threw we threw the it's windows incredible. into the into the interior smashed up the dashboard and everything else and overnight money man oh, yeah.
0: You went out. Me and Huff. It yeah. was me and Huff. Like, you'd play a
2: Metallica song. and oh, like, yeah. oh, out Master and Huff. Puppets 8-Minute Song. Let's go.
0: <laughs> Time to get the tires off of this thing. It's got factory <laughs> rims. So you and Dennis went out just on a whim. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we had nothing better to do. Pit crew. Well, I, was, I remember the day I started bashing it with that bat. I showed up after an event. I went back to the station. It's like 830. And I'm just a normal human being existing in a normal world up to that point. I walk up and I see Dennis is by himself. <laughs> just smashing on the car just hit a smat, and I'm like what are you doing because like, ah, I'm just blowing up a little steam on Henry's car I'm like yeah, that sounds like a great idea <laughs> whatever I was there to do stopped and I went over and I'm like give me that bat and I started hitting it oh it we take a swing at it Dennis <laughs> Dennis I vandalized the be Jesus out of that thing and I was like 20th on the list of bad things done to that car yeah dead guy car But you got a dead guy's car in your... uh... Chuck was
4: right, John. Nine-tenths of the law. That possession of the car was his. But it wasn't
0: because it was in a parking lot. It wasn't like at Chuck's house or in his garage. We didn't... I mean, the station technically possessed the parking lot, but it didn't mean that things that are parked on it is theirs. That means that Chuck could go out with anybody's keys and take a car. Well, Well, they're all mine. Nine-tenths. You parked it here, so technically. What are you, Columbus? That's mine. Just because I'm not using it doesn't mean it's up for grabs. Oh, we destroyed that old man's car. That poor Henry. But let's be honest. And when he came to pick it up, and he had... I mean, that had to be... Remember in uh, Fast Times when...
1: Lincoln. Lincoln oh, saw his yeah. car.
0: <laughs> Dad's got an awesome set of tools. Relax. My old yeah. man's toes are repairable. <laughs> oh, my God. What in the I world? It, it, and that's what I'm like, what's a hostile work environment? i We have... I mean that in a courtroom, or that transcribed to ESPN, is if at one point a, an employee died and we destroyed his vehicle that was in the parking lot, does not play in the court of public opinion if it's being delivered seriously by a news anchor. I mean, we we look terrible.
1: Was the AM at the time affiliated with ESPN? Might have been. Oh, Might have been.
0: Yeah. Been. yeah been. Very possibly an ESPN the station. Great thirty. Where, oh my 30. god. Yeah, but just think about lawyers telling that story in court and we're sitting there with our heads down going, man, man, what were we thinking? We treated that car like the printer in office space. Everybody's just (laughs) out there on a ball bat just beating the hell out of it. Chuck would not remove it. Even destroyed. I'm not moving it. Like, Chuck, it's it's a shell. Who would do that to that car? And then he would Goddamn Mexicans, we need a bigger wall around this place. It's Guadalupe people. He thought, we. I don't think he knew.
2: I don't think he did, We no. did it.
0: They stole Henry's tires. Ah, oh, can you believe it? <laughs> it's terrible what's going on out there in that one car and only that car. Isn't it weird? All the rest of the cars never get vandalized, but this one seems to be a target every time.
4: We had the red van out there for how long, and it was worse off than...
0: Oh, the sun cooked that thing. Anyway. And then the
2: ambulance... They, oh,
4: oh, the man. I forgot about that one.
0: <laughs> God. So I don't know what a hostile work environment
2: but is. But that was everywhere. the least amount that happened in the quad. We had the barbecues in front of the station all the time, every weekend for like a month. That was a thing when yeah. they were lighting cars up
0: right in front of our, our building. Hold on a second. <laughs> Larry loves that place. He wants to go, oh, this this is a nice building. It's just so corporate. I, I liked right. it better there. I'm like, you did? No, you did I went out to my car once, and there was a gray dog of... I don't know what kind. possession of it? It was a pit bull shepherd mix with wolf. It was gigantic, and it was covered in blood, fresh blood, dripping off of its neck, wagging its tail, standing next to my car. (gasps) And I'm like, "Um, I can't ever go home, I don't think. I think my car's going to meet Henry's fate. And and he stood there, and he wagged, and then he dug under the car and came back up with the biggest dead rabbit I've ever seen in my life. He Uh, uh, was slaughtering stuff and putting it under my Jeep. And I'm like, uh, all right. And he's just wagging away. And I'm like, hey, boy, because you're trying to be nice to a yeah. blood-soaked OJ dog. Hey, fella, what's going on? Like, ah, like, he's gonna eat me now. <laughs> and th- that was Guadalupe. The one time I was training for marathons, I'm like, I'm just gonna run five miles into Tempe and back, and then I'll get worked done oh. here right after the show. I made it one street before i could hear the jingly jangly of a loose dog tearing down the things like there's a we got a runner and i'm like huh that thing was on my ass in like two seconds and i was flying down carmen getting back to the station Go, well that that experiment ended fast i almost got eaten well i like it here it's a good place larry wants to go you back
4: no taxes chuck is yeah, what you yeah. i like the no taxes and free golf clubs every april hold up a second Did Brett just claim that he can take off four tires on a used car in eight minutes? Can't do anything about a windshield oh, right? Right? <laughs> Hey, look!
0: Did you have a high lift, or wh- how did you do that? <laughs> brought a jack to work. Just yeah,
4: yeah, a man. regular oh, yeah. jack,
1: yeah.
0: or the pump jack? The, the good pump one. jack. Oh, yeah, you yeah, get yeah. too off in like moments. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, you and Dennis working together. The oh, mechanics yeah. Mechanics jack. Yeah, we were <laughs> rolling. It was like a NASCAR team yeah, out there. Pit so pit this wasn't as this was now again in the court of law. I this was premeditated. Like you guys planned this, or you wouldn't have brought the jack. Maybe. I'm Come sure, on! No, that's limitation. I work
2: on my car in the parking lot. Just so happened to be in the trunk.
1: So you were gonna. That's right. Brett had his garage on the side.
0: (laughs) There's the random cars every now and then. So you and Dennis (laughs) talk like, let's take the tires off and chuck them into the window. Uh, Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) I'll bring my lift. It'll be fun. That's work. (laughs) That was what we do at work. That's why I maybe have a different perspective of what a hostile work environment is versus hearing the guy. The one lady with Sarver. Was in the hallway when she heard him telling an inappropriate uh, comment to his team, which was, if I get you guys uh, hookers, can, I, can can that ensure that you're going to be in bed by 10 o'clock? Because every time we go to L.A., you guys stay out till 12. If I just pay for the whores?
1: Yeah. We're sitting here talking about the hostile work environment. It's like that skit. Like, that was nothing.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We're, we, we can top your hostile work environment with dead people and... Strokes in the building and pfft, forget it. And fights. Joke, jokes about said strokes. Yeah, fist fights. The, the, the One of the easiest days of my life would be to wander by an office and hear somebody say, if I buy you a whore, does that mean you'll show up on time? Ski mask. And then <laughs> I, mean, I would laugh hysterically at that, but some lady turned that in as one of the reasons it's a hostile work environment. He wasn't even talking to her. She just overheard it. And he had a good point. The Suns were terrible in Los Angeles. They go to L.A. and just get blown out because they would party. That's a huge—I talk to gamblers and guys who make lines. L.A. and Miami, if you get a day off in between on a road trip, take take the over uh, for the—or uh, not the over, but take the, uh, uh, the points away from it and just take the money line on the home team. Miami will destroy a road team that had a day off today because they party. They're 23— Millionaires And they're in Miami. Carte Blanche, it's yours. We'll see you tomorrow. They stay up till 5, doing molly and drinking all night long. And L.A. is no different, but that's what Sarver was saying. Hey, can we get one good performance out of a Lakers game this year? If I buy you guys whores, does that mean we can get you in bed by 10? If I I front the money for the hookers, that way you guys don't have to go try, stay out all night trying to score.
1: Why it took so long to get the uh, pro franchise in uh, Vegas.
0: You sure you want to do that? (laughs) We don't want to put these guys in Las Vegas. Look, they're (laughs) they're twenty two, gambling, whores, liquor. If if, when and Vegas is going to get a team now. That was the other subtle thing that happened yesterday in the NBA is that they're in uh, ownership. uh, They're inventing owners. Basically, they're putting committees together to have ownerships kind of come out of nowhere to buy teams in Seattle and Las Vegas. Well, the party that doesn't get those two expansion teams is going to be the one that gets the Suns. Because if they get ownership groups that start bidding for these right. teams, you're going to have like 10.
4: Yeah, because the two new teams will be yeah. the higher bidder than. Uh, they kind of quietly announced yesterday The
0: one of these groups is also going to get the Suns. But we got ownership, grassroots ownership committees popping up, and we're going to try to build ownership committees. It's like, oh, that's going to be a good one. So the Suns will have ownership. But yeah, you don't want to do that. But yeah, the, that's good management, if you ask me, if trips like, hey, If I buy you guys whores, does it mean you'll show up to work on time? Hey, it's worth a shot. Let's give that a run. Let's see see what you got. I'll go to ASU and I'll get some herpes-free sluts. And we'll see if you guys can. And I know where to find them. And I'll see if you guys can pull it off. Yeah, I tried your whore method. I'm still showing up at (laughs) 7. God damn it, ski mask. What do we have to buy her? That's good management. But if you overhear a conversation, that's not a hostile work environment. Me. And maybe it's because I've worked in hell for so long. <laughs> I didn't realize that until this morning. I loved it. But maybe that is it. Maybe my my perspective is skewed on what hostel is. Because if I overhear a conversation that's terrible, it's none of my business. I walk through it.
1: Is it true there are four people sleeping in your yard the night after your Christmas party?
0: <laughs> yep. <laughs> because
1: they're overserved. <laughs> yep.
0: Is it also true that you were saying, yeah, get her, get her, uh, while people were on your washer and dryer at the Christmas party banging? Yeah, I did that. Is it true that one of your salespeople tried to pick a man's wife up by her vagina? Yes, that's true as well. (laughs) Did anyone try to stop that?
1: We called a cab.
0: We stuffed him in a cab.
1: We got rid of the problem.
0: (laughs) Is it also true that at one of your Christmas parties, said salesperson uh, started to say his address included the N-word several times out loud in the bar? (laughs) Yep, that happens. That's a thing. Yep.
4: Does he, in fact, live on... <laughs> no, he
0: Lane? did not. I don't think they <laughs> still... Have. I think they changed the name of his uh, street to, like, 123rd <laughs> Avenue. Uh, did
1: said employee give a T-twister to another employee's <laughs> wife? Yes.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, we have reports that some of your employees were giving uh, What are those? Purple nurples and <laughs> nipple twists. Yeah, uh, at a Christmas party. Is that true? Yeah. And you didn't stop that? No. This is a hostile work environment. Is it? Seems sort of fun to me. I, I was having a good time. Think of the person with the purple nurple. Christmas True enough. Oh. Trip was so right that we were sitting in my office that day and he's like, We're never having another one of those again. <laughs> I, I don't know why we ever did. These are bad ideas. Yeah. I go to purple nurple, Your Honor. And a nipple
1: twist. Pictures.
0: Please. Well, we made a joke to me and uh, Lisa, the sales lady, would get in the bed of whoever's house it was and act like we were humping in their bed and then take photos of it and leave it in their house. I call it a fun work environment. You just have to know the people. Now, someone could have walked by and gone,
2: what's happening in there? But that's their, that's eavesdropping.
0: Call me old-fashioned. I like when you used to be able to dry hump an old employee and everybody was cool with it. That seemed like a better time.
4: Over the picnic table at Rustler's oh, Roost.
0: Yeah, it, banging away. Every year became a tradition. Every
1: year. The John and Lisa I've got picture. five pictures yeah, released. loads
0: of them. I mean, I've got nothing. Oh, totally have them. I don't care anymore. People have a problem with that now. Boy, what a weak life they're living.
2: Five years later, I can't stop thinking of the time you guys pretended to have sex in Tripp's bed.
0: Really? Because I'm over it, and I was the guy in it.
2: I just can't imagine.
0: Yeah, I can't imagine living like that. But what are you going to do? I worry mostly about Brett, because he's going to think he overhears something in an office. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just be laughing. I'm not not reporting anybody. If we had landscapers out there, and and Brett walks by and, and... he hears Trip on the phone going, we got to get these diggers out of our parking lot. So Brett's going to lose his mind. and be like, oh, no. Brett, <laughs> he didn't say it.
2: I know, but it felt like it. <laughs> Close enough. I just, imagined it, me. I just imagined the horrible
0: thing. <laughs> the world is awful. Yeah, I mean, it's terrible. But if you have a, a horrible work environment, I apologize if I seem insensitive to it. But... To me, it has to get pretty awful to be a hostile worker. Hostile, hostile to me means somebody's manhandling me. Like until you, until you touch me, physical. Yeah, hostile doesn't mean anything to me until you touch me. Then it starts feeling. Like, oh, I'm in a hostile working. <laughs> like, there's hostility everywhere. Or if I'm getting just
4: constantly screamed at that I'm going to get fired. My job's being threatened daily for no reason. That's. But you can step up to that. Seems John, like, can wow. we send all of these hostile work environment people to the military just for a weekend? The, well,
0: the military had to change because oh, um, it's changed. Yeah, I got a friend who went through the real basic training, and he's like, "Man, you go back now, and it's there's paperwork. Like they don't yell at him like you know the no gr- work, full metal jacket. No, going none on. of that at all. The full metal jacket thing is a, a miserable times uh, glory when that guy's training them. And he's like left, right, left, and the guy they don't know their left from their right. And he just smashes him in his foot and he goes, That's your left! And he goes to smash his right when he picked it up, he goes, Ah, quick learner, boy, yo. Because he was gonna crush his other foot, teach him left from right. And whoa, oh, that's abuse. That's a hostile working. Military. Nothing compared to get a bullet thrown at you. Crying out loud, you better be tough.
4: He called me names.
0: Yeah, that guy's shooting at you. Let the names fly, kid. Wait
4: till Ahmed sees you. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was hostile uh, <laughs> work environment. For... <laughs>
1: wow.
0: All right, report him.
1: Again. <laughs> Would
4: what,
0: what, what, what Ahmed have anything to do with this? I like him.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: You're talking about not all. Can't trust yeah, those people. See, Toledo is wrong. Not all Ahmeds are bad. I like most all Ahmeds that I've met. I didn't say they were. I just yeah, you just insinuated that they shit. were going to fight You insinuated. Military. It. Don't cover that one. Just let her fly. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats today? Another hostile work environment is that action ride shop. Oh yeah, they we witnessed fun of gingers that. They made fun of gingers in the place. Uh, gingers have no soul right in front of a customer who happened to be redheaded because Josh has the gingeriest ginger head and then benefited and then laughed hysterically it was great
2: anyway brought to you by our buddies over there at Action Ride Shop e-bike raffle going on right now get yourself in on it $14,000 Santa Cruz e-bike could be yours for a purchase of $50 gloves. All right, so you're getting something regardless. Regardless if you won the bike or not, you're still getting something for your money. Go to actionrideshop.com. You can do it all online, or you can go into the shop and visit them
0: over there on Southern and Gilbert Road. And by the way, yeah, this uh, John makes a good point, De Pascale. He says, uh, remember the girl that came out uh, during the bubble NBA bubble season that said she blew all the Suns like in a line like yeah. they all lined up and she blew everybody on the team yeah remember that oh yeah during the he makes it a good question is it safe to assume that Sarver actually lined that up <laughs>
3: <laughs> but he
0: followed through with that <laughs> gotta wonder we'd have to ask the girl because she went on podcast for a while saying oh blowing well, the Suns like crazy they went 8-0 in the bubble by the way they were good That's when they. that's when everybody first said wait a minute Something's going on with that Suns team. That was before they had Chris Paul, but they, evidently this girl blew them all. And they were lined up in the room as a team. There were many of them in the room at once.
1: Could have used her in the finals. <laughs>
0: well, where did she go? Sarver was on to something. I forgot about her. Is that a hostile work environment? That sounds like a great work environment
2: yeah. to me. Maybe Sarver, turn- Maybe Sarver turned into Chuck. I'm not paying $4,000 $4, for that's that. That's what made it hostile. That was
4: a one-time event, boys. Oh, man. Chuck, how come my check's been docked? Yeah. Got to pay for the whores. The whores? <laughs> my
0: contract says you can't dock for whores. Oh, really? Oh, well, we're going to just scratch that out this. then.
4: Now
2: make sure you turn your envelopes back in.
4: Now your
0: contract says you don't <laughs> work here anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most hostile
4: thing I've ever heard. <laughs> That is. about that. For sure. You yeah, know, you've gone through two envelopes this year. <laughs> we had
0: to give our paycheck envelopes back to the station to save money. <laughs> I couldn't believe that first time I got. it, I'm like, what the? I opened mine like an envelope the yeah, first because they were gonna, in our mailbox. Don't do that. And JJ's like, oh no 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 no. And I'm like, what? I tore the end off. No 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 no. You got to use that. I'm like, what do you mean? I got to use that? Because that's your envelope for your check for good. Like it's what? <laughs> and then and then it became a contest of who can have the envelope I've had last for Ten had, years, yeah, it was all thirteen <laughs> years until we got on. Uh, and I just now got auto pay this year. I hate it. But I, I it was something glorious about getting a check in an envelope and throwing the envelope away after the new owner's case. Oh, it's, what, it's a weird... I'm going to call the lawyer. I'm going to make my billions, make people sell. Crazy. What do you got on
2: the list there? We got Madball, uh, Metallica, AC/DC, Motorhead, Dying Fetus, Velvet Revolver, Body Count. And uh, for the B-Boys, somebody hit us up with <laughs> Anthrax, I'm the Man. Which seems kind of fitting.
0: <laughs> Fresh doing the b-boy dance something doing the b-boy, in the b-boy pants <laughs> i'm a b-boy standing in my b-boy stand uh i like that one you want to do i'm the man yeah why not let's do it for, for the, the b-boys b-boy championships last yeah. i didn't even know it on the same day that the wnba had game two of the wnba championships the b-boy world champions uh they got the up,
1: coverage and
0: they were on espn Two. and i don't know where the wnba game was maybe in on the other ship maybe <laughs> maybe deeper 12. Outdoor
1: Life Network, maybe. the OLA,
0: Bravo, something like that. Don't know. But uh, even if it was on the mothership of ESPN, just one click down from ESPN is ESPN2, and it was the B-Boy Championship. So that was ESPN's programming last night. And in a way, brilliant, because they put crap on to make sure you watch their big... Like, if you're into sports, they took all the sports off of their other stuff made a dance competition and cornholing. And then, uh, you know, there's some stuff on there. The air guitar. uh, A guy emailed and said uh, they had air guitar championships on a few days ago. Probably, my guess is, while the WNBA is on. They're running air guitar, so you don't have any options if you want sports.
1: Please, LARPing championships. It's
0: got to happen. They do cornholing. But I bet you that. And, and by the way, the WNBA, in all its glory, still no response from my uh, I'll get a group of mascots together to beat your world champions. Promise. Uh, also, still standing, uh, let me put a team of 8th grade boys together and they will beat your world champions. Guaranteed. I just get to put my 8th grade team together and they will beat them. Uh, the WNBA was bragging yesterday, so they, they have a ratings high for their playoffs this year. Uh, it's amazing. Uh, they're averaging 400,000 a game. It's huge. It's massive. Now, when you consider national audience, 400,000 is just zero. That is a zero share. That Has there ever been a, a um, terrible
1: series or any program that was re-upped for a second season with 400,000?
0: No. There is no way that if you had... You got a new guy in yeah, town. Yeah, that's right. You, you're going to get new programming immediately if 400,000 is the number. Conan O'Brien dipped below a million, and on cable, that's... You're you're getting beat only up. took about, but Conan got below a million. Jimmy Fallon doesn't get a million anymore on the on the mothership on the NBC. Well, he does actually. It depends on the demo, but he does. But that's terrible. They're looking at that as awful, and they're they're running it off the internet. WNBA is getting known, uh, and they're bragging about it, which is hilarious. But I'd very much like uh, somebody from the WNBA to contact me because I will pay for the whole thing. I'll find investors. I will front this whole entire endeavor. One game, my eighth grade boys that I put together, and I'll do it in two days. I'll just have a two-day tryout, and I'll put a team together, and I'll coach them. I'm not qualified to coach anything. I've coached 13-year-old kids in basketball. I know basics. I don't know how to work out. These kids will work it out. We'll streetball your world champions into the ground with my eighth grade team. I guarantee it. And And nobody will call me back. And then i put the, the mascots up as well. That's going to be a little tougher because I think Mr. Mets going to demand money. Stanford Cardinals certainly is going to be a tough travel. There's a lot of, of expenses. Flying them in. I will pay for that. If you say yes and the Connecticut Sun or the Las Vegas Aces come out of this on top and they're in on it, I will pay to have the mascots come down here and do this. And I will also keep an eye on the fact that the girls can't talk to my mascots because they'll offer like incentives for them to not win. I think they'll they will be point shaving and bribing. I think they will. The they mascots go. don't really care. I, I'm convinced of it. It all the offers all stand, and we'll get more than 400,000 people watching my game. I guarantee that. Yeah, I, I guarantee a million dollar or a million people watch uh, the eighth grade boys play the girls. I guarantee it.
2: 400,000 people—that's less than the population of Mesa. Yeah. So Mesa and that's national in
0: all the in all the United States, Mesa showed up for all of them, and they're bragging about. Them. That's their average. So there's some that are lower and a couple that are higher. Screw that. I hate the WNBA so much. Also, nobody's called me back on changing Diana Taurasi way to Al McCoy Boulevard, which seems reasonable.
1: I think after he uh, does this Grand Marshal thing, Fiesta Bowl Pia Parade or the Rose Bowl Parade. No it's, Fiesta Bowl.
0: No one in that organization deserves something to be named after them more than Al. Diana Taurasi doesn't. Name Make, a plaza after central. Her, or a light polar. <laughs> <Just, laughs> central Central Dan Taurasi. Oh, yeah. Why not? Yeah. Let's replace one of those presidents that was a racist with Al McCoy Boulevard. Shazam. I've never said the N-word. Whoa, brother. As close as I've ever come. Anyway, what are you going to do? Uh, it's I'm the man. That's for Al McCoy right there. Anthrax and the B-Boys. It's 98 K-U-P-D. Go get them. There you go. It's Nickelback right there. Aminals. It's uh, 7.56. This glorious Wednesday. Oh, my goodness. It's Wednesday, and that means one thing and one thing only, Brady. You know it, and I know it. Oh. Yeah, yeah, feeling good on a Wednesday. Hooters brings you this Brady report, and also, Wings Day. And wings always good. Buy 20 wings, get 10 free. That's 30. All day, every Wednesday, dine in or take out only at Hooters. And then say thanks for this Brady Report. Brady reporter. Good
1: Wednesday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy National Coloring Day. Oh.
0: Whatever happened to that adult coloring thing? Remember that was a big We're craze. still around. Day, I know it's still around, but it was a craze. Yeah. Everybody's like, oh, this is really good for your mental health. And, I, and then suddenly it wasn't anymore. Well, the Broads got bored and found yeah. something else to do. That's what it is. The Broads got bored, said Brett. <laughs> Man, I love sometimes. Sometimes I wanna when I look over, Brett sits to my right. When I look over there, I half expected it to be black and white, and he's got a cigarette. That's when the broads got bored and something else happened. Like my black and white friend, Brad. Boy, what do you think of that, Hondo? I just, I, you're not in color yet. You're a 50s, you're a, you're a, I don't know what you are. That's when the broads got bored and started doing other stuff. Thank you, guy from black and white era. Get a hat, there's just smoke all around you. There's a jazz
1: band somewhere nearby. Couple of baseless fun facts: In the 25 years since Ron Goldman's family won a 33 and a half million dollar civil judgment against OJ Simpson, wrongful death.
0: Seem like you're struggling with that news, Brady. We all know he's that. only
1: paid the family about 133 thousand. Right? Didn't have anything.
0: Would you just hand it over? Like he was pissed because yeah. he got you know. He was uh, exonerated. I think
1: what makes it, it tougher for people, and the family especially, that the guy's living like he is. Right. You know, well, the, his, his no, you can stop right there. The guy's living, protected.
0: period. That's what they're mad at. Correct. What there, they're mad at one, is one, living, one, he's living. Let alone having a pretty decent go of it. Yeah. But by a jury of his peers, he was found not guilty. In a, in a civil case, he was found to be responsible for their death. Yeah. If I'm him, and I think OJ did it, but if I'm him and everybody says, you're not guilty, we didn't have enough on you, and the civil case said you were, but the only thing in that civil case that's required is now I pay that family money, I'm dodging that the entire way through. There's nothing honorable left to the family that, you know, it's the right thing to do. None of us would do it. None of us would go (laughs) out of our way to give, here's my entire fortune, here's everything to you. Because he's sticking by the, I did not do this. So now they just hit him up for money. And, and the argument they want money, they're going to have a hard... Bleed this stone. I Good luck. Because they can't touch his pension.
1: Here's your uh, five grand a year.
0: Yeah, if, if that's all I'm making outside of my pension, and you guys aren't allowed to have that. You took everything else. And, yeah, I mean, the Goldmans have every right to want to destroy that man. But he has every right to, to say, well... Based upon have the it.
1: law, here's what I I don't have any Here's anymore. what I'm garnished. Right.
0: This is what I'm giving you. What I get. It's 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 tough to watch because man, he is seemingly golfing a lot, <laughs> <laughs> and that ain't cheap.
1: Al Capone hated the nickname Scarface. He wanted people to call him Big Fellow or Snorky.
0: Snorky. Scarface is better. That's more intimidating.
1: I like that better than uh, Snorky. Yeah. Scarface, yeah. but. After The Godfather, James Caan won New York's Italian of the Year Award two times. He was not Italian. Italian. (laughs) Jewish immigrants from Germany, his parents were.
0: But he was Sonny Corleone. He gets a pass. He's Italian. He gets a pass. He he sopped it up like so much bread getting mama's gravy.
1: (laughs) He's Italian. The last movie ever released on VHS. Wow. I don't know. Hmm. A history of violence in 2006. No kidding. The Vigo Mortensen, I think Ed Harris was on tape.
0: 2006. They were still yeah. pumping out VHS. They were almost done with DVDs by then.
1: In the wake of quiet quitting and quiet firing, there's a new concept called overemployed. When a, people are secretly working two full-time jobs remotely without either employer knowing about... It used to be called Moonlight.
4: It used to be accepted. Moon oh, moonlight, moonlight. Moonlighting. moonlighting you get
0: fired it's real fast, yeah. yeah. Find it, you had a second been, job. Depending
4: on who you were, same right. industry. If you
0: told your boss, yeah, yeah. it's not called Moonlight. Yeah, yeah. Making ends meet with a couple of gigs. But now you can do it remotely. You can do two jobs at once.
1: Yeah, and because of the being remote, yeah.
0: it's a little bit easier. You yeah. just have to make sure your cameras are pointed.
1: No crossing over. And
0: yeah. Have have wheels on your chair so you can slide around.
1: This is huge. UpRocks.com recently conducted a blind taste test of 11 different brands of microwave popcorn.
2: <laughs> right. Didn't you volunteer for this? This is huge. <laughs> Here
4: are the results. How, how, how did you not? This is huge. How were you not on the front oh, lines? He volunteered for the stovetop one. The oh, Ed I crank see. The yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, Jiffy Pop. Yeah, yeah. If Jiffy, <laughs> Jiffy Pop's not bad, really. It's up to the cooker. Really? It's up to you I've never made it It's amazing First it off as a kid. It It's never fun good. It, it always got it burned you burned, yeah, it every time. you burned it every That's time It's your fault Jiffy Pop sits in that thing <laughs> Waiting to be delicious And we always screwed it up If you ever knock Jiffy Pop Out of the yard You'll have the best time of your life Because something about that thing Blowing up was fun I, I, Always camping Over a fire It seemed to work better Oh, the best! Jiffy popped. Grand Great presentation. Oh, the presentation's
2: you got better that, than uh, any of that Aladdin those,
1: yeah. hat of aluminum foil. Yeah, you pop
0: it. I'm <laughs> pick some up this weekend. I haven't, yeah. I haven't had that. Hey, try it, All
1: right. but well, you're gonna here's burn the it. List. Get two because the
2: right. first one's
0: getting cooked like black. I'll, I'll
1: just do <laughs> the, the top five. Uh, Trader Joe's movie theater popcorn number five. Never Jolly Time Blasto butter number four.
0: That, Kroger, Brady, movie
1: theater butter. How have up, you dodged
0: three. not being nicknamed Blasto Butter? <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're in your mid-50s. Brady how Blasto have you butter never Bogan. been Brady Blasto that's, Butter that's Bogan? That's
4: alliterative and everything. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's, that's why I'm saying when I heard it, I'm like, that needs a Bogan at the end of it. You love nicknames. How is Blasto Butter not your t-shirts
4: made now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Number two, Cousin Willie's movie theater butter. Never heard of it. Number one, Orville Redenbacher. Yeah. That is movie solid. theater butter butter um the ones that are really on the bottom list that surprised me is act two butter lovers pop secret not good number nine
0: ronnie just texted skinny pop that's uh your your dirty talk is say
1: ready for your blasto butter (laughs) Ew.
2: brady stop it you know who makes good movie popcorn uh larry He's really? got that pop machine. He's, oh, right. he's got uh, the popper at his house. Air yeah. he like, or he like.
4: No, no, no. It's a movie. It's oh, a yeah. It's the big time the thing. Yeah. And,
2: and he actually went and studied which butters they use and yep, stuff like yeah. that. And
0: mm-hmm. I mean, it's. If I didn't know Larry and I went to his house the first time, I'm like, oh, how to I file. <laughs> He's got the popcorn popper, the, the giant <laughs> the video games. <laughs> he's got that, that room of toys. Drones. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. This guy's baiting the kids. Yeah.
1: You go in there, he's got the engineer's hat on, yeah. the train set. Yeah. It's
0: like he's sort of like a cartoonish Willy Wonka. He's bringing you in. What do you imagine you can do here? I'm like, probably call the police. I don't think I like this room at all. What's with all the toys grown up?
4: What's with the world of imagination? Yeah, He's got
0: loads of toys, wires everywhere, because he's got that sound system and that recording room, that creepy, weird...
4: It's padded. It's
0: padded recording. <laughs> yeah, but I know why he's using it. Right. Because I know him, but if I didn't sure, know Sure, him, perfect cover. That room, that house is just red flag after red flag.
1: John, this guy named Matt Cohen has done something that you've always talked about doing, having uh, John Holmberg's get-together, mm. everyone around the world. So, uh, John Holmberg convention. Back in 2016, this Matt Cohen lives in Philadelphia. He decided to uh, start a... Matt Cohen convention or just basically Ah! a group chat.
0: And um group chat's dumb. I want to get in one spot, have a big John Holmberg convention of all of us.
4: The one guy's not coming. Oh the first
0: guy I asked.
1: (laughs) Immediately, no. They even celebrate the accomplishments of Matt Cohen's who aren't in the group. For example, there's a guy named Matt Cohen, made it on Jeopardy in twenty seventeen. There's an actor named Matt Cohen on General Hospital right now. It's all good, Cohens. That Matt actually just joined the chat after hearing about right.
0: the story. I don't want to get into a chat because it's only one person at a time. You got to mingle with the other John How Holmberg. Do you going to
1: him in the group chat? Matt, uh, Matt, Matt. Exactly.
0: Matt, everybody's Matt, got Matt. the same name. That's stupid. If you're like, if you're in a ballroom and everybody's got a name tag that says hi, my name's John Holmberg. A, that's funny. B, everybody's named John Holmberg, and we're all uh, going to talk about the inventor of the rubber chicken. Swedish blackface comedian John Holmberg who technically invented the rubber chicken that's my namesake that's a pretty good thing I have to be related to that guy but we could get so many of them but the first guy I asked was uh, the only other person you get with a John Holmberg Google search is this superstar down there in the Virgin Islands that runs yacht races and that dude couldn't have been more aggressively against the idea of getting together with me (laughs) one single idea hey I'm a John Holmberg as well and I'd love to meet you Maybe we could put it together where we get a, a... No. Okay. Dream died. Good luck. If I can't get the other big John Holmberg name, we're out. The, the 2 Googleable us at once.
1: There's a company that conducted a com- comprehensive survey on the cities and states we'd most like to move to. It includes lists of the most and least desirable American cities. New Hampshire. Based on right. metrics like affordability. Employment opportunities, safety, quality of life, education, nature, and weather. San
2: Francisco, Eesh.
1: the most desirable city is Virginia Beach, Virginia.
2: Oh, I you meant the least desirable. Like, oh. That's why I said San Francisco.
1: San Diego, L.A., San Francisco.
0: Undesirable. Undesirable. <laughs> well, this is a Phoenix,
1: Denver, Miami, Nashville, Tampa.
0: Is it Toledo's people? This is what? a lib cuck study. <laughs> the coast of California is desirable. All the cities there are a disaster. It was awesome. To visit, it's a dump. San Diego wow. just looks pretty from a distance. It's Get awesome. in it. It's like San Francisco. It looks beautiful from a distance. You're in it. You wouldn't want to live there.
1: Most desirable states, were are on that list as well. Florida, California, Texas, nice. Hawaii, Colorado, New York, Arizona.
0: That's just people's Washington. postcards.
1: They the least postcard. desirable, California. It's right. a love-hate thing. Yeah. Alabama, New York, Alaska, Texas, Arkansas, Florida,
0: West Virginia, West Virginia—it yeah, got to be on there. New Jersey, Wyoming,
1: and we're on. Arizona's on there. Yeah.
2: So and it's the same, same thing—it's it, yeah. yeah. paid for on everybody outside
0: of Phoenix, and maybe Sedona, Flagstaff, a little bit. Where in Arizona do you want to live? As a state, let's be honest. Well, it's a beautiful visual state. Uh-ho. You're not picking any other city outside of Phoenix. Maybe Wickenburg-Prescott's got some life to it. I was thinking Marana. Midwest, Marana, Gila Bend, Tucson, Wilcox, Dewey,
4: Safford, we got a bunch Kearney.
0: Of, every state's gone.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Kearney. Oh,
0: Kearney. Why are you doing this to yourselves? You know you're... you're bi- are you still there? You're bipedal. You have decision-making skills. You're self-aware human beings. Leave, Kearney. The mines are dry. You're done there. I grew up in Kearney like my father and his father before. It doesn't mean you're locked to it. Did
1: he chain you to it? Leave. You can escape Kearney. This dude in Tennessee, Donald Kirkland, went to a Walmart on Saturday evening and stole a bunch of stuff. Went outside to the parking lot and started selling everything himself. Police showed up. He's like, yeah, I stole the TVs and Karaoke machine, camping equipment, and but I'm going to sell the item items out here sure. in the parking lot.
0: Hey, he started his own store. He Didn't stole out it. Out.
1: Well, I don't think people are going to buy. I don't know. From why this not? Car. Oh,
0: I love dudes with tattoos. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I think he's tattooed on his uh, mouth herpes. I think uh. those are permanent tattoos. And you know why you can trust him, Brady? He's got Jesus's cross on his throat. True. <laughs> he's tattooed Jesus's uh, cross on the throat there. He's a religious man who steals the TVs and sells them right in front of where he stole them.
1: (laughs) We lost an icon in the wine industry.
0: Ernest or Julio?
1: Fred Franzia. Oh, the Franzia Uh, wine guy. It is not the box wine guy. Oh, what? Well, this guy is the owner of Bronco Wine Company and was known for inventing two-buck chuck. No kidding.
0: Which is three-buck chuck. Man, where's Jimmy when we need him? He is... Yeah, Jimmy Fallon should have been I mean, in on. Died
1: that. at the age of seventy nine. Crushes Jimmy. The wine business was good. Oh my god!
0: <laughs> and evidently, when John Candy died, he skinned <laughs> him and put his his whole entire body around his because that's John Candy daily. I'm looking at right there. Well, he's gone. I can't imagine what killed him. Heart stopped. I'm yeah. guessing. Yeah. That's yeah his... I'm
1: cheese and wine. I don't know. <laughs> this dude
0: is walking, going to die from heart issues. Just looking at him. Seventy nine. His head is. Peering out of where his neck has developed more...
1: He looks good for 79.
0: No, no, he's 79 years old? Yeah. That's a
1: lie. That's an old photo. It's gotta be.
0: He's 79 stone. That's an English thing for how much he weighs, which is thousands of pounds.
1: I've got a quick wild world. All right, go. Hello, my friends. I'm Brady Bogan, and this is your wild, wild world. In Japan's northernmost town of uh, Hokkaido. It's where the largest bear population is. In the world? In Japan. Oh. And right now they have a problem because Ninja Bear.
0: They've picked up Recorded
1: 60 attacks by this one individual bear, also known as uh, Oso-12 or Oso-18. They say bear in Spanish in Japan? I guess so. Huh. This Ninja Bear is uh, 661 pounds. (laughs) We're struggling. They call him Ninja Bear because... They've racism. only got him on video. <laughs> <basic> They've <laughs> only <laughs> got him on video once or twice because he goes in, attacks the dairy cow. Oh, my. And most of the time, bears, when they make that big of a kill, they uh, eat a little bit and then they bury it and come back for more. Mm-hmm. He's just killing, eats a little bit, and leaves it. Oh, man. Sneaks into the villages, climbs a fence. They don't call him O.J. Bear? They call him O.S.O., not O.J. Bear? O.S.O. 18, okay. a.k.a. Ninja Bear. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think that's what you're calling him. I'm struggling to think that the Japanese are real quick to name everything Ninja Bear, but... Okay. I'll go with it. It's a fact.
1: Beware of a Ninja Bear. The Midnight Assassin. DNA samples and fur uh, from fur and droppings are matching the bear to 60 attacks.
0: That's pretty good. It's, they've had him on uh, cameras a uh, couple times, too, it says. Bear. Bear in Japan is a kuma. Why do, they, why do they say Oso? Because it's Brady. <laughs> because Brady's Do they want Brady to understand it? Because he's the teppanyaki yeah. joint
3: down yeah. the road. Exactly.
4: <laughs> I don't care what's
0: going on, but that bear bear's doing some Oso. work. Getting Oso that, 18. Getting that beef on the table. Oso. That's your wild wolf
1: wild... I am really. <laughs> hey, that's what the uh, wildlife Look, officials right. in Japan hey. called him. <laughs>
0: <really laughs> I don't know. I don't think they do. It's
1: in the article. Double down again. article,
0: yeah. <laughs> Somebody emailed me the other day and said Brady's... uh, Second page. It was a great uh, story a guy sent me. He goes, all right, Captain Research. You did the story (laughs) the other day about uh, monkeypox. Yeah. Remember the guy that they put in charge of monkeypox? Yeah. He said, I know this is yet another example of Brady's excellent investigative skills, but he's being called a Satanist, the monkeypox guy, because of the upside-down pentagram tattooed dead center of his chest, which you didn't mention in the story. You said it's because he's gay. (laughs) <laughs> I will give him slight leeway assuming the photo was found, uh, uh, w- one of them was with a guy with a weird leather strap thing he had on another person with the uh, upside down cross on his chest. That's why they said he was a Satanist. Not because he was just a flaming homosexual as was reported here two days ago.
1: <laughs> he just liked the symbol. It had nothing to <laughs> right. do with
0: Right. Brady so has 18. the sources. Oh, no, no. I'm, I'm not denying that. I'm just wondering why Japan. I was. Is Extensive research
3: in, on right. every article. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: And by that, he means he's read most of it. I <laughs>
4: think <laughs> Right. Most. And I, and most most <laughs> is.
1: Boy, that is. Stretching. Relative to what the word most is. Depends means. on how many pictures it has. <laughs> yeah. He had a, uh upside down cross also on his neck. Is that right? But in 69, it's all right, all right side yeah. up. All right. Last little article is also out of uh, Japan. Are you still
0: Wild um, World?
1: That's your Wild Wild World! (laughs) (laughs) The Teyowan Veterans Home in uh, Japan is catching a little heat because uh, the Mid-Autumn Festival was going down, which celebrates the rice and wheat harvests of the season, and they brought a stripper to the Veterans Home. All right! Also, they're catching some heat for this, but it's not some fantastic uh, pictures.
0: How are we doing mid-autumn celebrations in the end of summer?
1: Just like Oktoberfest is, starts in September. You, yeah, you don't
0: call it, all right. call it mid-autumn <laughs> festival here in <laughs> July.
1: Well, they celebrated a little early because they got to get back to work to the crops in the fall. <laughs>
0: That's right. they got to make sure that uh, those osos don't.
1: Look at the uh, old guys in the chairs getting some good feels robert isn't?
0: sarver owns this place evidently because there's they hired whores for the old men they seem fine oh yeah and evidently touching is not a problem with japanese would you be sluts. all right
1: if uh dan what? was in the yeah, dan's probably doing that like if my dad was at you know at first community village they bring in
0: why don't you uh get your boys? dad a stripper you're going out there in a couple weeks get your dad a stripper
1: for his birthday too
0: what do you say i'll kick in send me, you know what? zoom that to me
1: you know what you know what
0: she knocks on the door. We've had a few noise complaints. Dressed as a cop. Holy Moses! Make her Cuban. Have her come in as a Cuban uh, refugee. And, With a and and little Fidel
2: Castro hat yeah, on and stuff. Say, and say, you're
0: my grandfather.
1: In about five minutes into it, it'll be a dream.
0: Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah he just drops. He's done.
1: That would it? You rather him go out? Oh, it'd be fantastic. Yeah.
0: <laughs> this is great. These strippers aren't bad. Those Asian guys. That looks like, uh, I, I know it's the wrong part of, uh. The Asian culture, but this looks like the worst game they played in Squid Games. <laughs> like all these Asian guys are just sitting there clapping with masks on while some girl bangs into them and kills them. All right. Yeah, I know. Not bad. That's the way to retire. That's the way a retirement home should operate. Their wives are all dead. You gotta worry about that all the time. Or grabbing some young Asian cans. This guy's
2: grabbing some cans. No, well, he's too. Oh, he's getting mad yeah. Oh, my God.
0: Let's get to some radio videos. That broad looked pretty good. Most of the time I see an Asian, they're running away from me because we're at war with them constant. <laughs> <sighs> Thanks, black and white, Brett. Never seen one eye to eye. Never seen one looking at me. Uh, I mean, he couldn't see anymore because I'd shot him <laughs> for the love of country. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right, video First
1: radio video, this guy uh, trying to hit the ramp with his bike.
0: He's on a bicycle or is that a.? Uh,
1: it looks like a BMX he's bike. A, he's, know, too it, he too yeah, he's too big for it. Modified beach. He's
0: too big for this bike. He's on beach sand, and it appears. He's... Going down a big hill.
1: Oh, and he oh, just flat misses God. the ramp. Oh. <laughs> and then gets pretzeled at the bottom.
0: Yeah. He, he goes off to the side of the ramp oh. and then lands between the ramp and whatever building that is. He's
1: trying to get his leg out of the bike. Is he
2: shirtless? In there.
0: I just realized oh, that man. that's he's just shirtless. a terrible tan. <laughs> yeah. Crasher. Yeah, he just he just took his shirt off and there's the whitest skin T-shirt I've ever seen. All right. Next.
1: Uh, this next one it's one that it wasn't loading for me again, but uh, so you so don't the, know what
0: it is. I
4: sent this one to him, so this one's <laughs> okay.
1: Going oh. yeah, I couldn't open it. A little bit of a ragdoll uh, rodeo guy. Oh,
0: we got a we're out on a rodeo field. Oh my god, the horses!
1: Well, feed me air. A little
2: air. bit of a The guy ball. is just
0: tied to this horse who's going inside. God. Oh, my sweet oh.
2: Jesus. Oh!
0: Oh, and then another oh. horse just runs oh. him over. I oh, think, okay. There, what is going on? This looks like dead bodies riding horses.
1: Right, exactly. <laughs> it's there, a new sport of figure-eight horse Bronco <laughs> busting. One, one horse Whoa. runs just... Headlong right. under the oh, horse in the see, air. Like, like,
0: they're, oops, they're doing plans the t- on another the guy place. riding a horse. That couldn't have gone worse.
1: Emperado, what should I do?
0: Swim. <laughs> I've never seen worse horse riding in my life. Like, day one horse riding. Here. It would be like if Brady and I were like, you guys want to try bucking and Broncos? Well, we've never done it, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's what happened.
1: John, get on that
0: one. Sure, why not? Let's try this the first day.
1: Next one is a guy getting uh, the pre-fight hy- hyped up. He's in the ring. They just introduced him, mm-hmm. and he's uh, doing his dance routine. He's a b-boy doing his b-boy dance? A
0: little bit. Oh, he's a very small boxer. Even... Oh, he does a backflip right onto his face. <laughs> oh, and geez. Count him out.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure what the yeah. uh, standing eight count.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, wait, I...
4: oh,
0: well, he better get used to that position. It's off.
1: Fight's
4: off.
0: Yeah, I have a feeling he's going to end up there again. Wow. Last
1: one's a a quick one. Okay. Brett, you'll enjoy this. All right. It's a broad working in the garden. he's <laughs> Actually planting a tree. Ring
0: camera catching a girl planting a tree in her front yard. Oh, God, this is going to be... What happened? Just she just got... lost her balance. Oh, she got you know, stuck by is... a thorn or something. And then falls off the wall. She's trying
4: to tie the <laughs> tree to the stake. Let's go of the rope. <laughs> And the oh, ring oh, camera oh, caught oh, it.
0: And I guarantee you, her husband got it. Ah, my broad was outside doing her gardening like, uh, you know, she He's should be. a
4: meeting at work and he gets that yeah, notification. That's a good
0: woman. Anyway, the tree kicked her ass.
4: Look at my wife.
0: She's a weak broad. <laughs> good news. Tree's fine. Better <laughs> not to damage the tree. Yeah, the tree should be good. That thing wasn't cheap have some broad tugging on that thing make it straight lady <laughs> unlike my dick which you haven't done that to for a long time <laughs> with your cellulite these broads today
2: black and white Brett what do you have uh the only thing we got one here is a uh, mishap in the gym okay this guy's using the, uh, the those bands those stretch oh, bands. stretchy
0: bands it's running away from the wall from the stretchy bands and oh it's gonna snap and kill him Except isn't it the wall Sweep the legs. Oh, whatever the band was tied to broke loose and cut his legs out. That's Holy awesome. smokes! <laughs> oh, he does a good flip. Yeah, he goes all the way over. Holy frick. That that's pretty good. Uh, Anything else? Nah, that's about- all right. There you go. Wow, that's a good one. I think my favorite thing that's happened is that I've discovered black and white bread in my mind. I'm never going to look at him again. (laughs) I'm just going to listen to him, close my eyes, and picture black and white bread. See? Because he said it like the most meaningful thing ever. Then these broads got bored and moved on to something else. We need that
1: that, uh, muted uh, trumpet.
0: Yeah. (laughs) She was a good looking broad. She had getaway sticks for miles. I don't know why she walked into my office, but I asked her, what are you here for, broad? Spoiled milk. That's what she said. Let me tell you a story, kid. Uh-oh, you got Actually, another one. Actually, this
2: one just came in. This is right. proof that helmets
0: really do save lives. Oh, no. There's a bus, and I don't see any people yet, but... Oh! oh! He fell off his motorcycle and slid right under the back tire. His helmet is under the tire. His head is still in the helmet. Is he dead? Oh, they No, he got out. Holy smokes, he sure did. And he's okay for now. Yeah,
1: Rolling hey. by the Santo Antonio. San
0: Antonio. That's, Brady, that's a pretty easy word. You shouldn't be <laughs> <you shouldn't laughs> with it. Santo Antonio is... <laughs> <laughs>
4: All right, we just got another one sent in for your mascot. Oh, no. Your mascot uh, battle. Yep. Put this one up there. This is pretty good. Who's this?
0: That's the Colts mascot.
4: This is uh, mascots taking on a, I don't, if think it's a little bit older than a peewee football team. Okay. Here we go. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, this will be solid. Well, they're supposed to lose this. This is a... Yeah. No way. Oh, nice. Yeah, I see. The Colt just pushed it. This
1: was twice. his last day in Larry. Oh, they passed. sacked the quarterback. Oh, yes.
0: <laughs> the Colt leapt the line. Oh, and then he's taunting, too. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> oh, oh, watch this. oh,
1: the Lions.
0: Boom. Boom. Oh, oh, yes. <laughs> I didn't know this was going to happen. This is crazy. I would pay money
2: to see this. He just... Oh, they're oh.
1: lighting these kids up. Oh. Sheds him. Of- oh, he <laughs> stiff-armed
0: <laughs> that child.
1: And then finds that
0: one, heads that one, we're going, the Bronco jumps a kid into the end zone for the touchdown. Yeah, these mascots would destroy the WNBA girls. Look at this one. This big, fat college mascot. Oh! oh, oh. Oh. (laughs) Oh. This is my dream come true. Kid's getting destroyed by fuzzy figurines. That's the Jacksonville Jaguar. His name's God Hates Jags. Nobody can catch him. He's in the end zone. Boom. <laughs> when and where does this take place? Oh, late hit, Rocky from the man. Nuggets. I would pay to watch this. <laughs> and then he cranes him. Oh, <laughs> oh You're Put this on Facebook immediately. Oh, oh, that's that's down, destroying. That's the Avalanche dog. Look
1: at this one.
0: And the colt, that, oh. Dude, whoever's in the colt uniform, that guy, is evil. the colt mascot, is an all pro. I Think
1: that's the sooner.
0: Yeah, the Oklahoma. Oh, here we go. B boy competition. That kid's kind of big.
1: Yeah, that's. I don't think they played that team.
4: Yeah, no.
0: That guy. I don't think the the colt mascot was going to do much damage. To when that. and where is this? Because yeah. I'm going. Uh, that's
4: hilarious. Oh. <laughs>
0: If you have a Pee Wee football team you want to put up against the mascots, I'll oh, pay for that league.
4: Thanks to Peter for sending that one. That money. was awesome.
0: All right, there you go. There's your Brady report, everybody. Uh, thanks, Hooters. It's 98. There's the chains right there. Post-concert psyching rock for Alice Chains and uh, a glorious thing that happened on Saturday night. If you went down there, I'm sure you had a good time because that is a great live band along with Bush. We played earlier this morning. There's another one where I'm like, hmm, might have been something I missed. But I've seen Alice Chains too many times. Uh, Somebody sent me this and said, uh, John, it's time once again for you to have your moment of what the is going on? There's this video going around the internet of a. (laughs) Science is not like stomping, like nobody's stopping them. The video is of a transgender parent breastfeeding their child. It's a man. Breastfeeding their child. Letting the kid latch on? Yes, and they, and they they hop on the... In one of the weirdest... So the cri- the kid is dry docking. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sort of. Um, They've digitally blurred out the nipples of the guy. Go. You it got, the got it. So it's... You see the <laughs> if this is something we can't just say okay to. Can we? I mean, and there it is. Yeah, if you can't, can. In oh, mount- oh, no, like, yeah, because it's uh, Ben Shapiro's going nuts over this, but... It is a very viral video of, I believe, two dudes. I don't know. I don't know how this works. I don't know which one had the baby. They've blurred out the nipples of the one that looks most manly, and then the other one looks like Hodor from Game of Thrones. That's the one breastfeeding. And just because you've got big man boobs doesn't mean that milk's coming out, right? Yeah, I don't think right. the boobs are working.
1: But but there is a potential. A man has the potential to be able to. If you were born vacate. with
0: ducts that then produce milk. And then they have to... It would take quite a bit of sucking. Do some hormonal prodding, treatments. snacking, and munching for that to actually work. Let's get some stats on that. What are the odds? That's why the video is viral. It's because it truly is what the f- <laughs> So now we've got to do this. We haven't even gotten to the bottom of real women breastfeeding babies being something that people are comfortable with. Now some dude... You know, shirts and skins, is going to take his top off at the mall or wherever and have some baby latching on while I'm trying to eat over at the Outback. I'm not dealing with it. And neither of these guys are Brad Pitt, George Clooney looking like. either. and I certainly don't want to watch Brad Pitt breastfeed a baby. (laughs) At least not in public, maybe on a video. (laughs) Okay, I kind of want to see that, I'm not going to lie. I said it and I was wrong.
4: But this can't be
0: a thing that we're like, all right, normal, total, normal behavior. There's still stuff you have to scream out as weird. I got this video from about four people yesterday. Have you seen this? And I'm like, all right, is this real? First thing I think is it's a couple of guys trying to stir the pot. Second, that baby's going to die. If anybody cares about that baby, it's not going to live. It's going to choke to death on all that hair around that man's nipples that it's sucking in. It's horrifying. It's going to choke on a hairball like a cat.
1: That's it's the other thing that's can't in that be normal. picture. What? There is a box of kitty litter in the back, and you're not supposed to have babies around kitty litter. That's, that's exactly right, Brady. Take that child away. Where did
0: you see kitty litter? Is it really Inside in there? here? Yeah,
1: tidy cat.
0: <laughs> Good eye, kid. Well, they're doing all sorts of stuff wrong. I mean, they've gotten one thing right. I look at you know those pictures you got when you were a kid that said, uh, What's wrong with this photo? Like, yeah. I'd circle like 20 things. First off, we've blurred out a man's nipples. That's never been done. Second, the other dude has a baby latched onto it. We know that's not right. Kitty litter with a baby in the room. Two is there, dudes. Is there sushi on the other side or feta cheese? You're not supposed to have that around them either. It's like Asian porn here with the Two dudes. Out.
1: Those sheets <laughs> haven't been washed <laughs> oh in months. Christ on
0: a crutch. Ah, what the <laughs> f- Another moment as we dive into my What the F is going on segments of life. And this is something that people are pushing out saying, does this make you uncomfortable? Then you need to check yourself That's how the video is being presented That it's you who is the problem when you look and go oh, That's just not, there's, there's nothing normal here This is Pretty there.
1: sure no one's looking at that photo going oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and if they are, I don't want to be friends with them <laughs> That is beautiful That is the love of a man and his child yeah, g- g- What? It's a dude trying to get his milk out of himself the Poor baby, where did they get that baby? Meatloaf
1: and Chaka Khan cannot have a kid.
0: Where did they get the baby? Man, Mayim Bialik and uh, Hodar cannot make babies. I don't get it. I don't know what's happening, and I don't know what is. I, I don't know what I'm supposed to do to react. I guess I'm supposed to just go. That's glorious. What? Because it doesn't affect me. But at the same time, my body has a visceral reaction. I go. Ah, what the F is going on here?
1: I don't know which and one. And if these guys set it up to troll, no one. Trolling, the and
0: it's beautiful trolling. And I'd love that if they went on Doctor Phil and said, "We were completely f- with you guys. That is so weird." Now, I have read in the past that if, in fact, you latch onto a man's nipples for hours, there's a chance that it may lactate. There is a one hundred percent chance it will bleed. But there's also a chance that if the man has a hormonal something or other going on, that you can get like a drop of milk.
1: But then that child gets the taste of blood. <laughs> right, and then
0: it becomes a vampire baby with transgender parents. And I scream, what the f***? When I see it in its cape, walking around the outback, and I'm supposed to go, oh, that's wonderful, what a family, beautiful thing. You should go to Ola Mills and get some photos of it. <laughs> but yeah, this may be trolling, because here's the other part, Brady. They're laying in bed naked together, breastfeeding that baby. Neither of them are holding the camera. Somebody else is doing that.
1: They could have it on a tripod,
0: they could have it on a stick or on an auto. But I'm looking at that and I'm thinking there's a third there's person. There's a couple there. things.
1: You don't, you don't see the baby. Well,
0: the baby's on a, in the video, you do see the
1: baby. Oh, it does. That's
0: just oh, a yeah. still. Like You could run it's the video. Not, for they didn't a borrow the one from uh, Here you go. Clint Clinton, right there. The, movie, the sniper. No, there. there. You see the baby's working it. Honestly. And could they have done a less sexy shot of the guy laying with his guy, girl, friend, breastfeeding baby? At least do it's your like your hair, summer, idea, yeah.
2: from Slayer, actually. It does.
3: Put some makeup it on. It looks like Slayer is breastfeeding a baby. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's raining blood. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's yeah. for sure. Anyway, I just wanted to point wow. out that I'm... I, I don't know, Brady. This may be it. I don't know that this world has anything left to offer me. I don't think I fit in anymore. I really don't. You want to make that 90, huh? I certainly don't want to make 90. I'm looking at 51 is questionable at this point. I'm only three months into 50. I just don't think it's for me anymore. Ten I, I, years from now? That's There you go, Brady. There's a good... Oh! There's a good the, and then, and the, Oh, that's the other thing. In the, <laughs> is that her dolled yes. finally? That's Him? the guy that's a girl. That's Tommy Ryan. I forgot I about that. Okay. In the video, the one guy... I think the dad <laughs> asks, "Is it getting milk?" And then the former man, now mom, says, "No, absolutely not,
4: <laughs> because it's a dude's boob."
0: Oh, <laughs> it looks like him. <laughs> That's all I see now. Slayer breastfeeding. Could you put a shirt on, sir, or whatever, ma'am? So that used to. So that, okay, now I see it. That used to be a guy and is now a girl. I don't know who had the baby. I don't know who uh, had the beard. Do they
1: both change?
0: Uh, it, perhaps. Because the other one's celebrating a, a beard the same way I do, which is like a 13-year-old Italian woman. I have the worst beard in the world next to that thing. I think that used to be a woman and is now a man, which is why they digitally blurred out his nipples. Yeah. The world is getting too difficult. I don't think it has anything to offer me anymore. Hey, everybody, this is it. I didn't know what was going to happen this morning. I just want to announce uh, the, the? this is the end. Uh, I can't take it anymore. What the f*** <laughs> has ruined me. And uh, it's been a wonderful run. 21 years, I can't imagine. Brett, I'm sorry that it only went two for you, but uh, I got to go. I can't be part of this anymore. I can't can't have social commentary on any of this. I'd rather
1: watch your train crossing video from earlier this week. (laughs) I think I'm
0: more comfortable watching Brady and uh, Brett show me people dying on bicycles
1: (laughs) than I am whatever the hell that
0: is. And then I feel bad because I'm like, it doesn't really bother me that they're doing it. But at the same time, I don't want that to become normal. There has to be some sort of semblance of society left where we all say, okay, that's weird. I'm turning it to Gilbert Godfrey. It's- this isn't normal. What happened to us? I I reiterate, what the f*** is going on? Yeah, It's just nothing makes sense to me. Why are they
2: blurting out the other guy's nipples? That's because because that used to be a girl. So those
0: are technically girl nipples. They didn't want to take the chance. Not showing those pepperonis. I think that's the one that the baby came out of. But they've loaded it full of something else so it can't breastfeed. So they stack it on Hodor. And Hodor's trying because Hodor thinks it's a girl.
1: But Hodor's not a girl. What the f*** is going on? That used to be a chick? Yeah Whoa. Yeah, I think it's just yeah, put a baby in her. It's a double switching. Put a baby in her? That lady right there breastfeeding big.
0: You know, the breastfeeding
1: lady with the erection.
0: Uh yeah, I don't there's nothing left for me here.
1: I uh, I can't get over the tidy cat in the background. <laughs> that's your biggest problem with this
2: picture. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, no, that is bad for babies.
0: And, and if you look, Brady's pretty so ahead of the curve oh, on no. this, it's ridiculous. He's uh, he's unbelievably woke. He's actually showing true concern for the baby. Yes. Not about the parenting, but there's there's litter in that room, and that's terrible. My guess is that thing's full of heroin needles. There's no kitty litter in that. It's just a safe place for them to store their needles. Uh, by the way, uh I got a thing from a medical lady. I think a medical person. Uh, first of a medical
1: broad. all,
0: any man <laughs> lactating is unhealthy. Here, And she sent me a thing that said, uh, similarly, a condition called liver cirrhosis can cause lactation by disrupting the organ's normal hormonal met- metabolizing function health issues that affect the pituitary gland or the hypothalamus, which normally inhibits the release of uh, prolactin, can also cause male milk production. So anybody doing this, wildly unhealthy. Something's bad going on. Uh, then then she writes secondly, as a woman who breastfed both children, then had breast cancer and had the very breasts and milk ducts that tried to kill me removed, this absolutely infuriates me. And then she writes, What the Stop <laughs> 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 I'm all done. It's been nice, knowing you a pleasure. <laughs> Brett what It's a, been a pleasure. Uh, what a day. It's been a pleasure. T- Toledo, thank you for your time. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> I'm going to go wander the world like Kung Fu. I'm just going to I'm going to leave like Kane and I'm just going to wander. I'm going to I don't want to observe this anymore. I don't want to have a feeling because it's confusing to me. I shouldn't care, but I kind of do. But in the end it doesn't bother me, but at the same time I don't want society to go down that road where I'm so confused, I don't know how to interact
1: with humanity anymore, and that's kind of how I feel. And I don't think I'm alone. Hello all of you. I am a little curious on you know, it? five or six years from now, seeing how I'm going to name the kid Jem, how the gem turns out in five I, I, or six years. you name it Jem? Um, I, I don't know. Because like, look don't think, at this gem
0: You think it's, it's <laughs> what old people would say. Your kid's a real gem. Yeah. That kind of, all right, gotcha. I think it's because we had cat litter in the room. I think it's because you're a guy who tried to milk your kid, you freaking weirdo. Maybe it's because he was raised by a nut bag. Now, That can't be it. We think it's Tidy Cat. I don't know. Stop talking to me. I am. I'm going to be Clint Eastwood. (laughs) Oh, you weirdos. You twinks. Quit breastfeeding your kids (laughs) in my yard. You're a boy. I don't understand anything anymore. And I'm not alone. This isn't an age thing. This is not an age thing. This is a complete disruption of the program (laughs) that 30-year-old normal people look at this and say, "Uh, that's not a thing. You can't disrupt science like this. And then just start. And it's the party that wants us to believe in science that keeps saying, this is science. Like you, you ignore it. And then you say, follow the science." I don't, nobody makes sense. Nothing works. Brett, nothing works. Anymore. You <laughs> want to be a judge. That's why I like black and white Brett so much is because it's black and white. Like it's more than, it's a metaphor for not only how I yeah. see him, not in color, but it's black and white. It's, when I ask Brett questions, I get these answers. No,pe not for me. Like it's dead on, <laughs> dead on accurate. no's and yeses. There's no reason to think these. It has things no out. dong. It ain't, <laughs> it ain't. It ain't Brett, is that normal? Hell no. See, that's how easy life needs to be. Black and white Brett has nailed it. That's not abroad. Unless that baby from your teeth, weirdo.
2: That's true too.
0: That's a f- that's <laughs> truth. That's what Black and White Brett would say. Wait a minute. Hold on a tick. Dude thinks it's a dame, so much so that it's got a baby latched onto its teat trying to dairy out. I don't think that's a thing. (laughs) A baby's going to die of starvation. Sucking on a fat man's boobs. (laughs) Hey, moobs, drop your cans. Give the baby to somebody good. Mooby dick. I think we'd be better off being raised by a cow, which I've looked at its mother. Not too far off. Let's get it back in the field grazing with its family. I like black and white Brett because black and white Brett will tell me this isn't this isn't normal. <laughs> tell the Hut family
1: to get some yeah. formula. Yeah,
0: <laughs> we need Archie Bunker back. That's what we need. Anyway, just thought I'd share that because a couple of you guys sent me that video, and I looked at it yesterday, and I thought, well. I mean my first reaction was try to be understanding, John, cuz you're not. You're not. You're just naturally not. And then I looked and I said, "Why am I trying to make this okay? This is this isn't good. Like this is a this is a death sentence for that baby. We feed it through the male uh, bosom. It's going to die." Stop it, bigot. I'm like, "Okay, I'm the bad guy." <laughs> I'm Robert Sarver here, I
1: guess. I'm this is misogyny to a they're gonna have Sally Struthers in that apartment sofa. To help and feed he's this baby. you
0: starving to death. Yeah, an Ethiopian is like, please, I need something. things. Like, how about my teeth? What are you stupid? That I, doesn't work. No, I'm good, man. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, we turn them into Mexicans, but it's okay. <laughs> They're hungry too.
3: I don't need
0: your breasts, sir. I need food. Why are you taking away my right to breastfeed you? Because nothing happens. I have to say something that may offend you. What the f is going on? <laughs> anyway, 9 o'clock. Thought I'd share. I thought I'd share that I'd been spun around in my chair until I'm dizzy, and now I'm supposed to act like it's okay. It's not. And somebody will call the station. Good boy, he's bigoted towards these people. Can't wait to a, hear Larry's
2: voicemail today. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jay.
0: I'm a trans breastfeeding man woman bear pig and i think maybe idiots it's not normal my eyes popping i got an eye pop I just, <laughs> I just, too soon after surgery for me to go through all this tension i can't i can't see these things and not react what do you want me to be just some sort of mindless ball of dough that doesn't care i have to i have to see things and
1: think i'm a thinker just one more thing that's going to happen to you when you're Waiting out front of a restaurant to get in <laughs> I'm going You gonna saw be the diaper see changing oh. Now you're going to see a man whip out to
0: breastfeed Not only did I see diaper changing I saw the fat mom's butthole when she bent over And those Lululemons couldn't take it anymore Your table's up sir Yeah. <laughs> the worst part is those people that I saw The baby poop and the wipe at the table And then the lady's pants fell down I saw her butthole too They were leaving They were getting it to go <laughs> They didn't have to do that in the lobby Why did you show that to me Of course you showed it to me I'm an I'm an observer we observers of the world are going to be shut down because uh-huh. I observe. I'm a, I'm an observer and a thinker. I observe. I react. I think. I, the, the world's not built for me anymore. I'm supposed to observe and ignore now. I, I can't do that. It's, it's not working, Freddie. I gotta go. It's, it's not working <laughs> up. What the f going on? I've gone full Larry David times 10. <laughs> Sorry. What was that, Daenerys? Uh, yeah, it was the uh, scene from. Oh. Can, can you milk a cat, Greg? <laughs> I have nipples. I have nipples. Can you milk me? Well, now that's offensive. That used to be a funny joke in Meet the Fockers or Meet the Parents or whatever it was called. And now it's an offensive joke to men who think they can breastfeed. Otherwise, in past times throughout society, known as insane men. That's what the insane men used to think. Or people with liver cirrhosis, I guess. And by the way, I didn't know that's how you spelled cirrhosis. Spell cirrhosis, Brady. Have any idea? C. Yeah, you got that part. I would have missed that. E. I thought it was mess. No, I- C I C I W R H O S I S. I would have missed that. And every spelling be possible. And that used to be something I'd concern myself with, but now I just spell it with whatever I want, and I identify it as cirrhosis. I thought was my King just Charles like, just yeah. knighted. King Charles just knighted what? Cirrhosis. Okay, <laughs> 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 enough of you. Thank I don't you. Need, Good night. I certainly don't need. I'm that. whipping out. I don't need Matt that Sean. right now, Brady. <laughs> don't start punning me when I'm in this state. Ugh. You take a look because that's the future comedy right there. What you no, just did? Yes, it no. is. I, I don't want to be ninety. That safe bull that. dad humor is the future of comedy because everybody's going to be Rock afraid. In the medieval
1: tax. Yeah, it's going to be waka waka. Yeah,
0: cirrhosis of liver is going to be what people <laughs> laugh at. Then pies in the face and somebody with a goldfish in their shoes and everybody's going to lose their minds. Like that's pure comedy.
1: Better than looking at that.
0: Look. The bottom line is. No, it isn't. Actually, it's worse. That's all the right. that's the future of dull. Well, then I disagree. They're trying to make us all dull people with puns, dad jokes. Brady just threw out cirrhosis of liver, thinking Oof. that was a gem. What was the other? Your
2: gem. I'm nicknaming you gem. What was the other gem from uh, Bugs
0: Bunny? Sirloin. Sir Lloyd- no, no, don't stop. Don't bring it up. But that's the few I've been saying that For about seven years Everybody's gonna be Afraid of comedy here soon And the future of comedy Is going to be Pies in the face <laughs> Vaudeville Banana peels Banana and peels them. slipping them, Yeah that kind of stuff And then Brady's gonna Just be in hysterics With his cirrhosis of liver And <laughs> saloon of beef jokes
1: Welcome Duke University yeah,
0: And I will be A uh, long forgotten memory Of an uh, ancient time Of crude horrible human beings Who fought when they saw something Rather than just spewed out nonsense <laughs> I spit on you society uh, it's nine oh three. We got a rock wars coming up, Brett. I think you won last week. We'll yeah. find out what your topic is next. Just a little rant there, uh, and uh, close up the segment that we love to scream out together. What the? F-? It's ninety eight KUPD. Better didn't kill my Anyway, uh, <laughs> we could have had a better. Anyway, the story that was just told is inappropriate for air uh, because hostile awesome work environment. On cue, Brady, right on cue for my uh, what the f is going on segment. Andrew fires off. Hey, let me know when John's done regurgitating Fox News outrage of the day so I can tune back in. If I want to listen to Broomhead, I'll listen to KTAR. I don't think you're getting that kind of Broomhead chat, but still. <laughs> Sorry about that guy who hates Fox News. I didn't even get that off Fox News. I got it from listeners. I wasn't regurgitating Fox News. Anger. I just got it today. That's pure John outrage. That was not Fox News outrage. I don't watch Fox News. I. I got that. Ben Shapiro is in the video that the second video I got sent. So that's when I brought him up. Sorry about your tender, delicate needs of what I need to do, suiting only you. I'm sorry we did a break that you didn't like. Uh, individual program director of my life.
1: I don't think Fox News is looking to have a couple laughs about it either.
0: <laughs> I don't think they're making light of the whole deal. I do find it hysterical, but I also want to know what the F is going on. Anyway. I don't think in the middle of it you're going to get... A spot-on Larry David impression right. on identity. I mean, there's the fun of what we're doing. <laughs> Sinatra. Sorry about that. Yeah, you got black and white Brett. You got Larry <laughs> David. You got all these. You know, come on. This is much better than what they could do. Broomhead's a great guy. I like him a lot, but he's not doing man. Sorry, I regurgitated Fox News, CNN viewer, and now I'm going to apologize. Now I'm going to go. what are you apologizing for? this cocks for? That guy. That guy. Now I'm going. And, and it's just tribal. Everything's tribal. Trying to just have some fun with some crazy, and there is no such thing as crazy anymore. Everything is. Shut up, Shh. Brady. Do a pie joke. Do a. pun. Do something stupid. People like that. I
1: knight ye. And
0: that's oh, my point. No. <laughs> Say it. Go ahead. Finish it off. I'm going. I'm no. going to embrace it. Sirloin of beef. <laughs> 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 Whoops, looks like I'm getting the hook. And then the guy comes out and hooks him He's Is he wearing big wacky shoes? and uh, He's going to pull that handkerchief out of his coat. Yay. Yep, clowns and pies. That's what's next. Because it's too hard to try to be funny anymore. The, oh, you folks do, Oh, God. And I don't want to hear from him. Brett, this is your fault. What did I do? No, you didn't fight hard enough for black and white Brett to be the king. <laughs> uh, you are in charge of Rock Wars this week. What do you have for us? I think we're going to go with uh, the song that Robert Sarver will be singing as he's exiting the building for the year. Exit song. Yes. For disgraced former Suns owner, current Suns owner, not allowed to be Suns owner, Robert Sarver. And of course, you can't use Metallica and Pantera. It needs to be a reminder for people. Yeah, no Slayer. No Slayer. Those are auto winners for whatever reason. It just fires people up. Okay. Uh, You can help us out. Holmberg at at 98kupd.com. You can text 97936. Tell us what you think would be a good one. I like that. An exit song that they can play right there at the offices as he walks away. Uh, Robert Sarver's Goodbye Music.
2: Or it could be his song. Like,
0: or him. You know, like him okay. saying, all right. Oh, not, oh it can be yes, from his perspective yes, as well. Yes. All right, so you can choose that. All right, good. All right. Uh, Sarver, Exit Song. Uh, that's Rock Wars this week. If you want to help us out, you know how. We'll have Rock Wars selections next. Uh, Did you pre-turn it on? No. Oh, it was on. Don't touch anything, Brady. <laughs> that was weird. Put it on its own. Uh, it's time for rockwork I'll figure this out eventually. It's only been 20-something years. I'll get this thing down. <laughs> uh, it's brought to you by our friends at Mo Money Pawn. Short or long-term collateral loans from $10 to 100000 or more dollars American. No credit needed and top dollar paid with the entire process. Just taking several minutes. Uh We have Rock Wars, the topic this week. Robert Sarver's goodbye song. His uh, exit interview as he's leaving from his perspective or just playing in the halls of the Footprint Center or Sun's offices on the beautiful 44th Street in Camelback, Verizon 5G Supercenter. Center. gorgeous. Inside. Uh, if you uh, if you had a song to play for Robert Sarver, what would it be, basically? As you say goodbye to him as his disgrace, uh, his life continues. And as we talk about hostile work environments and things like that, Brady points out coming up in the Entertainment Drill, Jimmy Kimmel now will be the next in line for hostile work environments. They tried it on Ellen a few years ago. Sarver's out, and now Jimmy Kimmel's got emails leaked that he might not be the nicest guy in the world. But uh, I have a feeling that's our next Me Too movement. Hostile work environment. I think that's going to play big here soon. So, Brad, who would you like to go first? Uh, let's start with you. You had a, right. you kept going back oh, and forth on some it. songs. So, I don't know what you guys chose. I don't know which way you're going. I had uh, uh, <laughs> bum-ba-dee-da. bum-ba-dee-da. <laughs> I was going to go with Happy Trails, but I thought, ah, it's a little low hanging fruit. It's a Brady. It's a Brady move, yeah. but it was actually a good Brady move. Which, so I know he didn't choose it. And then, so uh, <laughs> then I chose Never Say Goodbye by Bon Jovi. Yeah, because it's you know sad, but I'm like, nah, eh, kind of a cruddy song. I was trying to pander to John Gordon, the judge here. As a thing. And then I thought, hostile work environment. What has been the most hostile work environment we all know about? Everyone can relate to. Uh, Let's say you're in the lab, the doctor. You're sitting there chatting with this doctor, and uh, you say something he doesn't like. And talk about a hostile work environment. He goes to, like, 14 feet tall, turns bright green, and only his pants are left. Uh, And then he, you know, the the Incredible Hulk. Nobody had a more hostile work environment than Dr. Banner. Uh, And then what would happen at the end of every episode He'd have to leave the town. Back on the road again. And the song that played personifies a man having to leave a situation because it's just, its with him in it, it's horrifying. It's terrible. So as we watch Bill Bixby playing the great Dr. David Banner, Bruce Banner, leaving any city he just destroyed because he can't control himself, much like Robert Sarver, this song would play. At the end of each Incredible Hulk episode So I choose The closing theme To the Incredible Hulk Is this when he's looking At his gravestone And yeah. everything No that's and, the beginning Oh okay It's always end, at the end Where he's got walking the hobo, out Of the town uh, town. Uh, uh, okay. the hobo sack And they're like There he goes
1: Whatever broad He just hooked up yeah. with And he usually Nailed a chick Turned
0: green Ruined a facility And was asked to leave <laughs> <laughs> Same as Robert Sarver So I just I, I see them very similarly Alright go ahead Ready
1: I see uh, Robert Sarver uh, Looking at it A different way because, you know, we had talked about it, that you think you just, after going through this whole deal, just sell the team, yeah. cash out, be done with it. I don't think uh, his ego is going to let him do that. Agreed. I think I picture him walking out with his final little box of uh, his box. Lava, lava lamp, his stapler. Bobbleheads. Rolled up poster of a uh, hang in there, baby. <laughs> and walking out, but he's walking out to Austrian death machines. I'll be back. Oh, Wow.
0: wow. Not as sad as
1: mine.
0: So you're saying he's going out with his his muscles flexed. In his a little mind, bit. he's
1: like, uh, "I'll shake this off and I'll I'll be back." Give
0: me a year. Wait till you see me next year? Yeah. Wait till next year, Yankees. You take a trophy and shove it up your ass. All right, I like that too. I'll be back, Austrian Death Machine. Bert, Black and White, Brett,
2: up to you. I wasn't sure what to go with with this one, and I went back and forth. I had a couple couple ones that I thought were gems, but then. Black and white Brett stepped in and decided to do. Well, let's just go with the lyrics. And now the end is near, and so I face the final curtain. My friend, I say it clear. I state my case, which I'm certain I've lived a life that's full because he did it his way. Oh. It's my way. Sinatra. By the chairman way, of the board. Way. Brett. Yes. He's throwing yes. his fingers up in the hallway while he's walking yeah. out. I'm
1: sure. It's a good exit song. When I fit oh. off more than I. You oh, he's so good. Brought through it all <laughs> When there was doubt
3: I ate it all And spit it out oh. I faced
0: it all, all right, no, Don't do that to me. I <laughs> want to listen to the entire album. God damn it, Brett. Alright, we're going to leave it to the people uh, this week. Maybe. Emails. Phones don't work ever. I'm just eliminating them facebook you can check out our facebook page you can uh, email holmberg at 98kupd.com you can text 97936 uh, and if we need a final call keep it on board 585-9800 uh, we will find out who wins rock wars this week will it be brady austrian death machine i'll, I'll be, be back. back i got you uh, will it be brett sinatra my way and i say brett has to pick sinatra every week for the rest of the year with the lead i think that's pretty strong or uh, will it be me the incredible hulk theme end theme uh, from the tv show synonymous with leaving uh who will win you decide uh, we'll find out what's next it's 98 all right i got a dead heat across the board here on the uh, email Mainly because I wasn't paying attention. I got three scores and we each got one. And then Trip started to talk about baseball and I, I neglected my duties. Hostile work environment. The boss interrupted my job. So I'll go through him right now. We'll judge right now. The uh, song for Robert Sarver as he leaves the building is the topic today. Brett chose his uh, grandfather <laughs> yeah, by proxy, Frank Sinatra, my way. Brady chose Austrian Death Machine, I'll Be Back. And I chose the end theme credits to The Incredible Hulk. I have no idea who sings that or... I'm going to say Henry Mancini. <laughs> it's probably close. It might be, I don't know. Uh, this one says I lonely just
4: Lonely man is what it's called, but it doesn't have
0: a It's called Lonely Man? It's
4: called Lonely Man.
0: <laughs> Even better. Uh, this says, I just can't in good conscience run the risk of Brady winning again and then getting stuck next week with whatever he chooses. So I'm going to go with your favorite Italian, uh, black and white bread. Yeah, that's two for
4: Brad. Oh, sorry. The Daniel Kane Orchestra. Yeah, I told you. Right.
0: Damn. Why did you question this?
4: I just had to confirm. Uh,
0: I have to go with Brady since he does have the most rockin'est song of all of them. I do love me Sinatra, though, and his attitude. The song fits a little bit better than Brady and you. Uh, But you do say rock and roll was more of an attitude. So I'm going to change my vote midway through uh, typing this email for Brett. As long as he picks Sinatra for the rest of the year, as you stated. Plenty to choose from uh, for 12 or however more weeks there are, Jesse. All right, that's another one for Brett. Right in the middle he swapped out. Uh, And Brett's going to run away with this. His next one says, uh, easy win for Brady, the only rock song. All right, if that's your criteria, then that's an easy. That's like going with trying to pander to Gordon over there. Uh, thanks to Brett, I now have to listen to Frank Sinatra for uh, the rest of the day at work. Good job, Dick. <laughs> it's not a bad day. You, you know, tuning out of KUPD is yeah. not not what we want you to do. But if it's for the chairman, we understand. understand. Uh, I'm voting for you, Chancellor. I don't like Brady's energy. <laughs> 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 I'm reading these blind. That's that's hilarious. Although I would have uh, chose "Lightning Crashes" by Live because it's a song about an abortion or a miscarriage or something. Either way, Sarver's both. No, it's not. It's about the circle of life. A lady gives birth while another lady dies. Nobody's getting an abortion, Matt. <laughs> but he's voting for me, so that's another one for me. We're getting there. Ethan uh, says, creative, John. I like the way you took it. Bert, excellent choice. It's not hard to go with the Italian pick and Sinatra. But on the rare occasion that Brady actually took his medicine, Pop Pop isn't shaky. He chose Austrian death machine, so I choose him. There you go, Brady. Uh, Brent Crandall Great topic Great pick John Great pick Brad Brady Who helped you pick your song I have to give it to old Blue Eyes <laughs> Nice I
1: win again Damn
0: it <laughs> Do you have blue eyes? Yeah Oh I'm beautiful yeah. I 21 years
1: <laughs> I'm not staring into his eyes
0: I can't see him through it. Usually he's chewing <laughs> They're all slammed shut Like a Japanese cartoon When it's eating uh, I like your new uh, Oh geez, I can't read that Terrible human beings There sorry uh, this one says, wow, I'm surprised Brady seems like the only one who truly played Rock Wars this week actually had a solid pick, which is unlike him. But this week, it has to go to Brett. Sinatra is just too good to pass. Uh, yours Rock Two Chancellor, just not this week uh, over Brett. I'm going to give it to Brett because all of them just – the next one says Brett, so that's 10. Brett's the winner in uh, the awards uh, on the email, so far on the email. So we got that one figured out. I did it on the air Who you got over there on Facebook and uh, the other stuff? Uh,
4: Brett's got Facebook, but uh, text right now is one vote. Total for oh. Brady.
0: <laughs> oh, I was going to say, just over one Bra- <laughs> over that, You've got three. Oh, okay. Well, that's not good. That's not good. All right, you got anything on yours? Or we, didn't, we didn't promote it. So, no. uh, And then, all right, so uh, we'll do final call, John Gordon, uh, the, the, that one, and then the emails. Right? Yep. I don't call John Gordon. Yet. So one through four, John. Number three, Number three from John Gordon is? Call. Final call. Ooh. All right, we got to wait it out, and it has to be a man. 585 9800. You have women's votes. No broads. It. We don't let, let them. That's right, we don't let the no, dames in no there. No broads See? can be the deciding vote.
3: Wait, of course, Brett.
0: Why would we let a broad decide the outcome? You can vote, but you can't be the deciding vote, Hillary. Uh, all right, five nine eight hundred. We got one. Oh, we got one ready to go? I guess right, so. They've a been, been on for a minute. I'm waiting to go. All right, uh, who's this? Jimmy. Study? Jimmy. Jimmy. Timmy. Timmy. Timmy, I'm, I'm going to call you Jimmy if you don't mind. All right, Timmy, uh, who is the That's vote? Right. You are the ultimate decider today. The pie's on. Oh Yay! He's going. Brett for another win. Thanks, for Grant. man. Gosh, Timmy, God damn it, Timmy. All right, there it is. Well, get it queued up and ready to go. I'm playing this bitch. This is a good one. <laughs>
2: We can what? safely say this is probably the first time it's ever been played on KUPD. I don't know. I my way. Okay. 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 This one a few times.
0: Any chance I get to throw us an outro tune in? <laughs> yeah.
1: Blue Eyes been in here before. Yeah. If we
0: can have an excuse <laughs> to throw old Frankie in there, sing along in your cars. You can't miss this one. This is gold. It's uh, 98 care at KUPD. Arizona's real rock. But first again. <laughs> and uh, now, tunes like that are when music mattered, baby. None of this kimperish nonsense. The chick's got a D. Crying. Freddie, <laughs> why don't you come over here and give me a mouth hug?
2: <laughs> Just real quick. You got it, Chairman. That's right.
0: Anyway. Uh, yes, I, 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 oh, sorry. Sorry, Frank.
1: It was
0: my it. way. I'm milking it at this point. All right. Thank you, Frank. Beautiful Excellent. All right. Good He's try. sitting there. I'm done. I'm done. Let's go. Enough with the tunes. <laughs> Fruitcakes. Shut down your trombones. Nobody paid to hear you guys. Jesus, I know you guys love to blow, but let's calm it down. <laughs> I loved Frank's. Man, oh man, was Sinatra great. And I, like, I could hear that all day. You have to pick Sinatra for the rest of the year. You've got such a comfortable yeah. lead at this point. Committed. You're in. That's it. And the other one you could have done was uh, uh, That's Life. I thought
2: about that yeah. one, too, but this one was like the last curtain call, and I could yeah. just see him singing that with his fingers in the air while he's
0: walking You're out. Sinatra's closer. Yeah. So, I mean, it's Sarver's closer, too. Excellent work. Nice job. Brett wins again. God damn it. He's going to be tough to catch, Brady. Good thing that last week counts uh, for like 100 Rock yes. Wars weeks. So, <laughs> none of it really matters. Uh, it's time for Brady to give you all the entertaining news he knows. It's called The Entertainment Drills brought to you by my friends at reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense training. Uh, I was emailing back and forth with a guy who was like, uh, "I want to go, but uh, I'm a pretty good fighter. I know jujitsu." Like, okay, good. That's great. That's that's going to be good for you. Guess what? You're not uh, invincible. And guess what? Also doesn't happen in a street fight. You're Jujitsu. Most of the time, it's a dude trying to stab you. When's the last time you were in a jiu-jitsu fight where you know in the in the dojo, and the guy you're fighting pulls out a, a sword or a knife or a, a shiv or something like that? You're not allowed. It. There's no rules in street fighting. So your jujitsu is great, and that's just something they're going to add to. So I've got a lot of people who will say stuff like, yeah, I've been training for 20 years on you know, uh, this, that, and the other, blah, 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 whatever they want to be, kung fu or whatever, and it's all good. Add to it. Add to it so you're not in a street fight. I, I, I remember fighting uh, one of the first times through I was in boxing, fighting a guy, and the dude kept breaking all the rules, and I realized if this was a street fight, he'd kick my ass. In a boxing ring, I've got him figured out. In a street fight, this guy beats my ass because he's fearless at throwing backhands, which was his big thing, and like trying to trip me. And I'm like, that's not boxing. They're totally different animals. Sport fighting and street fighting are different, and that's what they're teaching us. Self-defense is not about learning how to box. Boxing's an amazing skill, but you're not going to get into a boxing match. The average fight on the street lasts about six seconds. So maybe you've been training for 15, 20 years doing another thing. Add to it. They're all experts in all the martial arts up there. It's amazing what these guys can accomplish. Plus, you put it to the street, next thing you know, you're punching some dude in the balls, which is what you've wanted to do during jiu-jitsu the whole time. You just haven't been allowed. (laughs) Nut shots, pulling hair, breaking ankles. It's all great. You learn how to destroy the operator. You're not just fighting for points, and it is amazing. If you're a lady and you want to learn to defend yourself the proper way, boy, there's nothing better than going to React Defense, and they got their seminar coming up in October. Uh, If you look into that at reactdefense.com and also 25% off for the first month you're in right there. That's how it works if you contact them today. So much good going on out there. They're just going to help you become a better citizen, citizen. Reactdefense.com. It's the home of Tactical
1: Black. Brady, entertain. Quinta Brunson will be on Jimmy Kimmel Live tonight. If Jimmy Kimmel Live is a show anymore. After the recent news of the toxic workplace.
0: What does that mean? And you look, I've... I got no problem with Jimmy Kimmel. I've always thought he was very funny. But uh, with the political thing and how far he's leaned one way, I'm like, eh, he's kind of off. I I, I don't find it amusing. I find it more preachy. However, to get to the position he's in, he wasn't the world's nicest man. You have to tell people things aren't good. Sometimes you have to look around the room and go, this isn't working out. And uh, I didn't work this hard so you guys could, you know, get pampered. You're rough on the writers. You're rough on the staff. That's you what make I was sure going
1: I think the person complaining was a writer Right on any show, especially in comedy. You better have if, thick feathers. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because a lot of times your jokes aren't. Like Brady gets beat up for his dad jokes all the time. In a writing room, you're like, what the f*** is <laughs> wrong with you? Really, you think people are going to want to hear that? might be funny amongst us as almost a pun. But, yeah, if your name's on a show and you're on TV and it matters and there's pressure to win, You're a little rough on the staff sometimes, and that's the way it should be. Toxic in work environment, that's going to be the 2022-23 catchphrase. I think we're going to start leaning into that. People who are, now we're back in the office. Nobody likes getting yelled at. We were sitting at home where nobody was eyeballing us. Now we feel all entitled to have comfort all the time, and that's not what work always is. There is a line, but let's not move it back so far that just hearing something you don't like is toxic.
1: Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney film their colonoscopies to raise awareness for colon cancer prevention
0: found polyps in both of them
1: Heck yeah, got removed one from ryan and three from rob yeah. they call it uh lead from behind is the film you can watch it that's
0: right it's very nice good for you guys
1: they asked have the, you uh, ever done it no you're supposed to do it I at 45
0: brady does it every couple weeks I have not done it. I've got a camera in me right yeah. now. It's, it's genius. It's like a ring doorbell for you. Anytime <laughs> anytime food passes by your porch, I use quotey fingers, it goes off. You haven't done yours yet either? Yet. Mm. Or ever. Yet. I don't want to know. It could save your life. I'm not. Look, you heard me earlier. I don't really care to hang around much longer. This is silly. We don't want to watch men breastfeeding at the Outback. This is not a world I want to hang around in.
1: <laughs> they asked the creator of uh, Squid Game how excited is he about this uh, Squid Game reality show that they're doing Quang Dong Hyuk says it's uh, not I'm, funny, it's his name he's not too bothered <laughs> by it he just hopes they'll be carrying on my vision and intention as uh, much as possible for the show 10 episode series, prize of 4.5 million dollars did I ever tell
0: you the funniest thing I ever saw about that? I don't know what ever have. This is, without question, top-of-the-line funniest thing I ever saw. Hayden and uh, Chaparral, thereabouts, they have those lakes. Yeah. And uh, if you turn into what used to be the Giants' practice facility, they have a crosswalk and signs up that say Duck X-I-N-G. And I happened to be there stopped when an Asian family was walking through <laughs> Duck Crossing. <laughs> And I laughed for uh, six to seven days. I think I was laughing nonstop. I went back the her. next day, you know, hoping wait. it happened again. <laughs> I was hoping deep down that he thought that's the only place in America he can cross. <laughs> <laughs> Duck Crossing. That's my whole name, Duck Jing. Everything
1: about this, say me, Duck Xing Road.
0: But he was an Asian, and two Asian kids were crossing at Duck Crossing.
1: We only got about a minute into it this morning, but there's a new trailer for the movie Babylon. Starring Brad Pitt and Margot Robbie. I'm in. It hits uh Select Theaters at, on Christmas. It just says video contains profanity and nudity. There
2: was no nudity I looked. Not in the not in the you video. Not in the one I seen, yeah, no.
1: Oh
0: wait, the p- the preview has
1: nudity?
2: It does,
0: it, yeah, not it the
2: preview good. I seen, because
1: yeah. I I looked. Wow. David Lee Roth released another new recording of a classic Van Halen track. Ain't talking about love.
0: He re-recorded it. Oh yeah, yeah. I think do I we have it? Yeah, I get it. For what reason did he do this? He can't sing anymore. Bum bum badida. Do that again.
1: He's going to turn the classic hits into a spoken word. Into David Lee Roth ruins is. classic hits. What is he doing?
0: This is going to be di- disappointing. He does better than I thought he
2: would okay. do, but it's still old David Lee Roth. Ready? It's slow.
0: That's for his voice. Yeah, that's probably true. And it's, it's also so down, tuned down in a big way. It's not hitting the high notes. That's a full step down. I heard the news, baby. All nope. about your disease. You got what you
3: want,
0: baby. Sounds like an old lady. Well, I got something you need. Oh well, yeah. They said, right. It's better than I expected. It and is, and it's yeah. It's still terrible.
2: Because that live album they put just out was just, like he me. was off key, yeah. his voice was skipping, and he
3: still is.
0: Come on, Dave. Just play the original one. still
2: album. a great song, though. Come on,
0: Dave. He could pep it up. Give me a break. <laughs> one break. Coming up. do you record oh. that for
1: the Villages down in Florida? Boy, <laughs> it was. might be.
2: strangling him <laughs> but it's not as bad as I thought it would it be but it's still bad. not good oh, it's no it's not good by very, any means very
0: bad I never thought I'd laugh at that song no it's hard to but well, it's tuned way down yeah it's almost like a new metal song yeah. it's like
2: it's like Theliz you and playing bass <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> yeah you're
0: right when he wants to go for those high notes like I, I want to hear the outtakes when he missed oh man the producer had to be like okay you done? Hey, i Bancroft. Get out of the studio. Let me do it. Ain't talking about love. That love there is rotten to the corpse. <laughs> oh, we're done. Let's get out of here. Why is that happening? Good Lord. Uh, Larry's coming up next. I guess that says everything. Be nice to Larry. He's nice to you. Uh, we're done. We'll catch you tomorrow, right here in the morning sickness. So long. Uh... Until later.
4: Bye. And remember, everybody, always keep a nice big smile on.